Baby. Yeah. First time I saw you, darling, I knew I was in love. Tell her, daddy. The way you took your wheelchair up that handicap ramp. Mm, it's a mind blower. But now, baby, I miss ya. I miss ya. I miss all the times we played Marco Polo in the pool. Oh, yeah. Honey, go seek beneath the sheets. Oh, yeah. And just the smell of the oil in your wheelchair. I remember the day I saw you hobbling. A weeble wobbling. You had a problem. You didn't have any legs, just a smile, some stumps. The smelly feet. A twist of the hump. No, baby, love you. That's what we'd be making. Ride your legs, sit and spit until your stuff started aching. Spin you around. Ladies and gents, welcome to episode 51. I almost said 55 and I don't know why. It's kind of 51 and a bit because you fucked it up. I did, didn't I? <laughs> um, I fucked up a few, to be fair, and technically episode 30 happened 12 times, so that my numbers are really bad. I How can't did you get 12? Count. It was the live show from before, uh, so I did 12 little episodes, but they were all technically episode 30. Anyway. I am aware I broke that rule of not talking to you. I know. Shut your bitch-ass mouth. Sorry. Um, well, yeah, this is the parlour. I'm Stace, and those uh, dulcet ginger tones you were just hearing is my friend and bellend, Neil Morris. They, would, they wouldn't have known ginger. Well, now Hello. they do. I feel like I'm going to have to start introducing all my guests that way so that it doesn't seem somehow hairiest. Are all of you guests ginger? <laughs> no, I just mean I mean telling people their hair colour. Mm. Sat next to me is the brunette. Duncan and no, he's not here. Don't worry about it. Um, hi, hello, how are you? I'm very warm. It's hot um, in here. It is a bit warm enough. It's I had to shut the windows. Out. I had to shut the windows because of the fucking M6. Anyway. Why did you swear in the microphone? Because the microphone's too good. It picks up too much stuff. Oh, I see. Including the motorway. Because it's a condenser microphone. Yeah. Sure. I don't know anything about... See, right, this is the thing. Neil does a music for a living, so he knows things about recording and he's probably going to show me up now. Well, I'm... I've started to doubt myself now. I don't know whether it could answer my <laughs> My favourite thing about my mic setup is the fact that the pop guard doesn't point at either of the people. <laughs> I, I was just thinking that, actually. <laughs> there's, like, literally no other way of putting it, so fuck it. It's fine. Go on. I know, I was, I was about to say, that looks like it clipped like a bastard. Do you need to worry about that? No, it? that's my laugh. That's what my laugh looks oh, like okay, on there. It's loud. <laughs> if it weren't for Levelator, I'd never be podcasting mm. because my laugh would blow your ears off. Oh, so it sorts of arts. Yeah, evens it all out. <gasps> I love computers, man. No, I don't. I hate them and their faces. Anyway, let's talk about pop culture. Let's do that. As already discussed, though, I, I am shit at remembering anything. <laughs> Any detail about anything. <laughs> it's going to be great. Actors' names, writers' names. I don't... Definitely don't, not writers' names. I was going to say, writers' names for films, yeah? <laughs> Who does care? Probably a lot of people. Yeah, they do, but it doesn't really tell you very much because the writer who's on a film could not have seen the script in like two years and then about Mm. 40 other people have rewritten it and they still get writer credit because that's how the world works. This is true. Although I'm quite open to being corrected on that. You also do If anyone writes in, feel free not to (laughs) fucking pass it on. You must know some stuff because don't you do things on the telly as well? We like to play a game called Spot the Cunt, which is when Neil's in the background (laughs) and things... (laughs) Or very occasionally in the foreground. 
but really not very often. So. I was in a I was in a short film the once that I never got to see. Hmm. Yeah, we filmed at um, Alexandra Stadium. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Was it Alexander? Either way, that stadium down the road. Yeah. Uh, and we were cheering on some kind of sports person doing a run, and I never did get to see it. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I don't know what happened with that film. I don't know who it was supposed to be about, so... Just a, a running person. Mm, a running man. The thing that I found odd about that was that they kept making us move around different bits of the stadium, <laughs> and I thought at some point someone's going to notice, surely, that there's 53 me's in one stadium yeah, they, wearing they, the same clothes. They still do a similar thing. I did... Oh, what was it that I did? It was a zombie film. And there was about... There must have been 60 extras, which is fairly... That's a lot. ...common lump sort of numbers there's, there's been more and quite often it's around that sort of amount but then about six of us had to come back the following day and all we did was run down a field mm-hmm. and what was happening in the film is that there's like hundreds of people running down the field and I was like well where's everyone else <laughs> and they basically said that what they're going to do is they're going to essentially do a video version of Photoshop and isolate all the different people, <laughs> change the clothes that we wear in, <laughs> the colour of things that we wear in, and then just spread it out so it looks like there's a whole load of people running down. And apparently that's quite common. I was going to say, that seems like a sensible like money-saving venture, but also a bit shit. Mm. <laughs> oh, I was a fucking horrendous... Uh, well, I don't think I could do anything that would require me to run. Like, I, I joke a lot about wanting to be the Doctor's next companion because he never has a brummie. But there's a lot of running involved in Doctor Who, like down corridors and mm. around places and shit, and I think I might actually die. I went for a walk the other day and my shin splints made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to be the Doctor because I'm ginger, and ever since David Tennant made that comment about, oh, I've always wanted to be ginger, I'm like, right, if that's you ever, <laughs> If you ever get to be the Doctor and you don't suggest that I'll I am say, at I'm, least briefly in an episode, I will... I'm companions. <laughs> you would never pick me. I would have a little cry, though, if you got involved and didn't let me know somehow. I just, I've just i decided now that I just want to be in the backgrounds of things, doing something vaguely cool, but not so cool enough that people had like, really drawn attention to me and go, who's that fat bird in the background? <laughs> it? Oh, no, I, I specialise in racism and gays. <laughs> now I am. I'm, Is that how you've come to be known? I'm yeah, the extra circuit. It appears that to be the case because I've been and dance I've had to dance a lot of them I did the dance. first year of doing it I'd done maybe eight or nine different things and four of them involved dance and I spoke to this other bloke I was like how long have you been doing this he's like oh five six years like, how many times do you have to dance he's <laughs> like oh once are you fucking joking we are allowed to say fuck yeah of course you say you've met me time, yeah. I've said cunt already yeah. <laughs> I was going to say hello Hi, to start with but I blew it <laughs> Uh, sorry, I've distracted myself now <laughs> because, and this is going to make sense to you, but it won't make sense to any of the listeners. Mm-hmm. I just when we're talking about cunt, my mind has just started thinking about your husband's sister's vagina. I should explain <laughs> that. I should absolutely explain that. First, I should say that she's of age. <laughs> we were having a conversation before this. I tell you what, my mate Lee will love this conversation. We were having a conversation before we started recording about the return of the bush. Return of the bush, there it is. Um, <laughs> and how Neil doesn't like it. And I'm, uh, not, I'm not against it. I'm not, yeah, I'm not a fan. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if this is too much information about my vagina for me to put on the internet, but I've literally never even dreamed. It's too much effort. It itches. I don't... Uh, uh, Anyway. Well, you're married to him, man. Yeah. I've already landed him now. Why I don't, ch- I don't have to wear him with my vagina. Exactly. For, for some reason, I feel like I should be offended by that statement. I don't know why. But anyway. 
Should we actually talk about popcorn? Yeah, what were we talking? Yeah, as opposed to vaginas. Yeah, but now my mind's just clouded with vaginas. You were talking about dancing. If that oh helps. yeah, yeah, and it turned out I was just very unlucky, and I ended up having to dance and a lot of things. I would I love to dance. I tell you what, dance. I love dancing, and I've been told I'm shit at it, and I'm aware that I'm shit at it. But it's the—I think it's the one time in my life where I don't care that I look like crap. Yeah, well, I'm and not, I don't know why, because normally I'm really self-conscious, like, oh, I'm too fat. Oh, look at my double chin. Oh, look at my stupid hair. Oh, what's my fringe doing? But when I'm on a dance floor, I'm just like, suck it, bitches. See, I'm kind of the opposite of that. I mean, I don't. I I'm not. I used to, massively. I used to kind of constantly stress about everything. Um, whereas now I'm not. Oh, I can go into a room full of strangers and I don't really give a shit. But when it comes to dancing, then. Oh, I love a good dance. But now, rather strangely and ironically, I'm in a musical. So. Oh my god, seriously? Involved. Yeah, seriously. Which musical? Uh, me and my girl. Do you do a sing? I do. Oh god, singers. I love a good sing and all. I'm so jealous of you. I know some sings that I'm doing, but basically. And I'm, I, I'm fine to talk about failure. But I went up for the part of um, Bill Snibson, which is the main mm. sort of dude, uh, and didn't get that, which is fine. It's fine if you don't get a part, because it's like, oh, someone else was better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They didn't cast it. <laughs> so <there's> still... <laughs> oh, so no one was good? No, no, no one was good. Um, so they're still, <laughs> they're, st- they're still looking, and they were like, you can, uh, you know, you're more than welcome to, uh, to, to audition again. I was like, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I kind of got the impression they were like, oh. Oh, oh we didn't people, expect you to say uh, that. Fuck, we're going to have to let him audition again. <laughs> so I'm going to audition again. I'm not going to get it. But I've got like four little parts, which I'm quite happy with. Oh. I, get to, I get to sing the Lambeth Walk, so fuck that. I'm happy See, that. I don't know what you're talking about. Do we know Lambeth Walk? Oi! Surely everyone knows that. I've never I've never even heard of that musical No, before, most people haven't, but then when you mention the songs that are in it, like oh. normally people know what the Lambeth Walk is. No. No. I'm stupid though. Someone's you know I haven't one. seen like Citizen Kane and that. I like, there's Citizen a lot. Of... Kane, oh, well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. See, people always one. pick on me because I'm like, you know, all these big amazing movies. Never seen them. Right. I would suggest, right, watch Citizen Kane mm-hmm. and then pretend that you haven't, and then next time some pricks like a cock, ask them questions about it. Bet they haven't fucking seen it. Yet. <laughs> I don't. The thing is, as well, it's one of those films that I like. Usual Suspects. I don't think I'm ever going to watch now because mm. I've seen the ending of it so many you times. You know it is, yeah, yeah. No, I'm exactly that the same. I've yeah, never seen that, and now I know it was him. So, and you, you know, know something about a sled. Like, I don't know about a sled. I just know that's Citizen Kane. Eh? I don't know. It doesn't have I a sled. It. Doesn't he have a sled called Rosebud? I feel like he has a sled. <laughs> the thing is, though, there's this whole thing. Like, see, this is me speculating about a movie I've never even fucking seen. But I'm pretty sure there's a big like theory about the fact that you find out at the end that that. The, the last word he said before he died was Rosewood, and you find out at the end that that's his sled. But now there's this big deal of, like, what if it's not, though? What if the sled was named after something else, and now you don't know what it is? So, what you're telling me is you've now just ruined the end of season game for me as well. Mm-hmm. Thanks for that. <laughs> Should we talk about Captain America? We can do, <laughs> but from my side, I think it's going to be quite short. Go on. Frankly, I thought it was boring. Okay. I, I thought the, didn't. The, the main premise of the whole is basically a peace treaty sort of thing. I need to ask it's about this. so fucking weak. Right. The, I have a question about this, because the whole... For those of you who haven't seen it, this is getting spoiled to buggery. The whole oh, yes, um, thing about... Oh, yeah, I forget about it all the time. I usually put it in the show notes, just in case. Uh, the whole thing about the film is that is that there's these Sokovia Accords, which is basically a big book of rules and regulations for superpower people to sign to say that they will only get involved in things when 
I assume it's the UN, but it's kind I, of I don't like know. It's like, like something UN. like it's the UN, yeah, but they don't say who's going to be on this panel, but a panel would tell them what they can and can't get involved in. So that's like the crux of the movie is that like half of them are like pro-signing this thing and the other half are anti-signing this thing. But they never actually really sit down and have a discussion about it. And I get the feeling that the reason that, that they want to arrest Cap and that all the fighting happens is actually because of Bucky. It's nothing to do with the Sokovia Accords. You could take that bit out. Yeah, it was just... You could entirely take it yeah. out. I just thought it was dull. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't agree with you in this. Like, I, I can see where you're coming from, though. I felt like I was in the cinema for a really long time, but mm-hmm. but I enjoyed it. Oh, right, okay. So, now, I, I am also one of these people that, if I'm in the right mood, like, anything can be good, but if I'm in the wrong mood, and maybe I was in the wrong mood. But it's also worth pointing out, I'm one of the most forgiving fans mm-hmm. in the world. For example, I love all of Red Dwarf. Okay. No one else does, quite rightly <laughs> yeah, so, because no some of it's wank. But I was just so happy that a Red Dwarf existed that mm. I was quite happy to watch it. Although, Red Dwarf 10 is fucking awesome. But anyway, digress slightly. So, I would assume that with that mindset, that because I love all the other films, mm. that I would have loved this as well, and I'd be more like this. But for some reason, I, I quite liked it. There were some good bits in it. The fight scenes were awesome. The fight scenes were awesome. Giant Man! Giant Man! Yeah, which wasn't explained in the same way as it was in the current books, was it? it well, it wasn't really explained at all. It was just like, I've, I've been fiddling with the suit. Yeah, exactly. I pressed the ball. Oh, the button now I'm fucking big. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, <laughs> that film needed more. It did. And it needed more. Time. I think what they, they tried to do too much in one film, and which was always a risk because there were that many. I mean, in fairness, if you look at the poster, there's that many mm. iconic characters in it that people are going to just start jizzing all over the place as soon as they see it. Mm-hmm. And I think they tried to cram too much in. I liked Spider-Man. I loved I love the way that they bought Spider-Man. him. They didn't kill him. Though. I was really hoping they were going to kill him just to piss Sony off. I assumed that they... <laughs> that would have been hilarious. No, I thought more was going to happen with him, but I think mm. it was a good it was a good jumping off point. It's interesting to see if they're going to do another complete I know people are talking about Spider-Man reboot. It's not a Spider-Man reboot. It was no. the character. He could have been Well, the this same is going to be an entirely different actor. thing as well, isn't it? Because he's going to be at school and all that sort yeah. of beers in the new stuff. So mm. so I think it's led on to things that I'm quite excited about, but that film itself, I just thought there were too many weak... Like, for some reason, it reminded me of American History X. Bear with me. Cause I've it not makes seen no that, sense. So, oh, right. but go on. Basically, <laughs> white man hates black people, kills a black person, goes to prison, and then ends up liking black people. Decides against it. Yeah. Right. Because he meets a nice black man in prison. Okay. Now, that's a sort of premise that if they'd have expanded it out over a longer portion of the film, it would have made more sense. Mm. But it didn't. It was just like, black man, nice black man. Not racist. <laughs> there was a little bit more to it now, but not much. And it was, yeah. I felt it was the same with this fucking signature thing, because it was like, they were all buddies and discussing it and then all know, of a sudden they were trying to kill each other yeah this is the thing I I was saying this before it came out and I'm still saying it now is that in both the comics and now the movie version there's no reason for them to be fighting the way they were fighting no. they were fighting to kill each other and they almost did but also I'm but somebody should have died yeah, yeah. but yeah like there was I can't remember which I think well, it might have been shit aren't they if no one died oh, yeah. they're not very good at what they're doing no but I, I can't remember if it was it Black Widow and Hawkeye at one point were having a conversation. It's like, oh, is this not this not going to affect our friendship though? Is it thump? Nah, nah. I'll see you for dinner next Tuesday. at Your stupid like hidden farmhouse smack. Like, yeah. no, you I, can't be beating the shit out of someone and be talking about catching them next Tuesday no, for lunch. I thought it was that bullshit. Yeah, yeah it was almost insulting in a way. Well, it, it sort of it it made light of the whole situation in that it felt like none of them believed really in what they were doing. 
because they didn't exactly yeah 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 like they 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 all they cared about was stopping the other one from doing something else it wasn't like majorly yeah. affecting their lives when it really should have been because they were trying to kill each other yeah and for the first time <laughs> over a signature and a haircut which frankly didn't need to make any difference did it because what no. the fuck was going to happen if they went against the UN well this is the thing that yeah I was I was wondering about this because I was thinking if I was on like a UN panel <laughs> we are a little bit aren't we <laughs> um, if I was on like a UN style panel and Captain America came to me and went nope fuck it doing what I want mm. am I gonna go well actually you can't do that no because I'm gonna get a fucking shield to the face mm. <laughs> and I haven't got a super skeleton or whatnot. my head's gonna get caved in so I'm not gonna do it the thing is I the thing I liked about the film is that um, if you ignore what's a face Wanda who's boring as fuck yeah. just, just cut her out of the film and Hawkeye I forgot he was even a thing he like rocks up halfway through, and I was like, "Oh yeah, he's in this shit arrow, isn't it?" Really? He's just shit. Um, but if you cut those people out, uh, Black Panther was amazing, which I wasn't expecting yeah, yeah, because yeah. in the comics, I find him wildly boring. Well, <laughs> I've kind of got used to the fact that it doesn't necessarily quite anymore because I never liked Iron Man. Mm. Never been into Iron Man. Oh really? Films came out fucking love that, and I. Which is what I was about to say before. I found Iron Man irritating in this film. And I know a lot of people always find him irritating. Mm. But this is the first time that I just thought, you He's know. He's very high and mighty. Yeah, exactly. And considering he used to manufacture weapons. Yeah. He does need to chill the fuck mm. out. <laughs> but I also like, uh, would have never liked rather. Like, Green Arrow, I've always found dull as dishwater. Mm. The Flash, I've never had <gasps> any interest in. But the TV shows. Fuck me, they're probably my two favourite TV shows. Right? Oh, really? See, I gave up on Arrow. I can't. Arrow's getting a bit... The, although it's picking up a bit now, but Flash the problem for me, The problem awesome. for me with Arrow, and this is going to sound like, you know, one of the feminist wanker getting up on a feminist high horse, all the female characters in Arrow are shit. Felicity was fine for, like, a series, but now she's become shit. Laurel's always been shit. Laurel's His sister's shit. Oh, well, thank She's you. getting better. His si- I know this isn't what you're talking about and doesn't paint me in a very good light, but... Like his sister and Felicity, mm-hmm. yeah, oh. disappoint them in ways I've never even thought of. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking charmer! You're such a charmer. <laughs> oh dear! I'm thoroughly disappointed. Felicity is hot. I'll give you that. Yeah, she's yeah. really hot. Oh, do you not think his sister's hot? No. Oh yeah. She's all right. She's all right. <laughs> <laughs> do you know the thing? I, I probably shouldn't talk about this because I didn't really watch it, but. Like, I just couldn't get behind the whole let's make Felicity a cripple for, like, a day Yeah. situation. I yeah. wasn't wasn't game with that. Either do it or don't do it because it's either... If you if you do it for, like, a day or two, then it means nothing and so there's no point in... There's literally no point in doing it. Mm. Whereas if you make it a permanent thing or just don't bother fucking doing it at all... It, yeah, anyway. Getting off topic. Captain America, though. Do you know what my favourite bit of the film was? Yeah. When uh, no, when Captain America has a standoff with a helicopter for like thirty-five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> because he looks so handsome. <laughs> like that whole scene, I was just like, "Look at those rippling muscles," uh, and I came in my pants a bit. The um, dude's called Pratt. Gonna have some. No, that's him. a different. Pratt. Oh, that's a different fella. He's that. the other handsome yeah. one, the handsome Ginge. For the reason I thought of is Ginge. Yeah. Being a proper Ginge. I'm pretty sure he's Ginge. Um. No, the only reason I confused them too is because I saw some on Facebook today where it was, um, you know, the I think it's a Batman quote, isn't it? You either die a hero or you live long enough to become the villain. Oh, yeah. And there's a really good little, is it a meme? I guess it is. I think so. Um, where it got either you 
you die a hero or you live long enough to be another hero and they got like Chris Pratt being no not Chris Pratt. Um, Chris Evans. Chris Evans being the human torch and oh, Captain America and yes. then Affleck being Daredevil and Oh, I didn't Batman. mind Affleck Daredevil. I'm just gonna put that in. I there. didn't either. It's alright, And I I really rather like Batman versus Superman too. Oh, let's talk about that. Well, I never expected to <laughs> because I have been wanting to see that film since I was a kid and I was reading mm. the comic books. Even though as a kid I wouldn't have known, like, oh, I want to see that film, but that as soon as that was announced, I my instant reaction was... <laughs> and then my very soon after reaction was they're going to fuck it up. Mm. Because, as I said, I'm not a cynic when it comes to films and TV and stuff, but there's just like, you, you're just going to destroy me on this one now, mm. and you bastards, I've waited 25 years, <laughs> and you're going to fuck it up. So I didn't see it for ages. It was mm. like a good... Three weeks, sort of thought, which is quite a long time for a fan. Well, I was going to say, for for something that gets so spoiled as quickly as something like that. Mm. And the reason I didn't see is because up until I saw it, was like Schrodinger's uh, Schrodinger's film, (laughs) in that I haven't seen it yet, therefore it hasn't destroyed my childhood illusions. So it's in a state of both of them at the same time. It's it's both shit and amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then I watched it, and maybe it was because I was expecting it to be awful. Mm. Uh, I actually really liked it. I felt it really set up going forward in that sort See, of that's the thing I didn't like about oh, really? it. it to, to me, it felt like a trailer for a Justice League movie. It didn't feel like a Batman movie or a Superman movie or a Wonder Woman movie or anything. It just felt like yeah. a really big... Lo- but I felt the same a bit. Um, but I'm glad they... What's it? Oh, do, we say that? do we do spoilers? Do we try and avoid spoilers? No, no, it's spoiler away. I'll put a thing at the start that says, fuck it. I'm glad they killed Superman. Not I am and I'm not. dead, but because that's what happened, therefore, yeah. that's the, what happened. The, the, <laughs> it's a fucking <laughs> what happened. Um, No, the thing, the thing that I didn't like about that was that in the comics, because I'm not a huge Superman fan anyway, because he's one of those, like, he only has one weakness, so you have to keep bringing Kryptonite yeah. into the mix for anything interesting to happen, and it, it gets boring. But I really do like the Death of Superman storyline with the whole Doomsday bits. But the reason it kicks you in the heart so much in the comic is because they build up Doomsday as having fought like every single fucking hero that exists and no one can beat it. Whereas in Batman vs Superman, like Wonder Woman's seriously holding her own against it while he's like fannying about in a pond with Lois. Mm. So it doesn't come across as like that big of a threat. And then when you see him with the spear, all I could think was, that's designed for throwing... Stop flying with the thing that's making you sick and lose your powers and just throw it at him. Maybe he hadn't got the energy to. Well, then he could have given it to fucking one woman. We've all been there. (laughs) Then he could have. That's a good point. Fuck. He'd just given it to her and lobbed it at. Oh, why couldn't you have kept your fucking mouth? See, this is why all of my... Like, it really pissed me off because I was like, there's no need for him to die. I'm glad they killed him, but they didn't make Doomsday a big enough deal for him to be the thing that killed him to me. Sorry, did I ruin it? No. I didn't mean to ruin it. Well, isn't it the fact that it didn't work and therefore it's... Oh, no. No, no. no, the spear kills him, but he has to fly it at oh, him and yeah, shove it into he... his heart, apparently. Oh, yeah. And he... get, like, close range. He throws one up Superman. Well, for one of the expression. He doesn't throw one up Superman. It's not that sort of film. No. But those sorts of film exist. <laughs> You only have to do um, a little Google search and you find many of them. Yeah. Also, I was getting cross at Lois Lane in that movie too. Because mm. she doesn't... She does some sort of investigative journalism that amounts to nothing and then just falls in a pond or needs rescuing in a desert or gets thrown off a building. Yeah, I... No, I'm not particularly sensitive to the whole feminist thing because 
You've I guess I'm not. Yeah, but I guess I've got a willy. <laughs> um, but I did say I did feel that in that film. He's mm. just like, oh yeah, she's got to be rescued because she's some bins. Yeah, like, oh, that's good. and it was annoying that Wonder Woman was swanning around, being amazing the whole time. <laughs> yeah, like she was stealing things and being savvy and sexy, and then like kicking the shit out of Doomsday. And I was like, God, this bitch knows where it's at. Mm. Uh, and then Lois was just like, oh, I f- fell in the water. Oh. Yeah, but. <laughs> They can't really sort of... Because I know a lot of people have been defending it, claiming, oh, yeah, but Wonder Woman's a woman. Well, not really. She's like a... Well, no, yeah, she's like an Amazonian princess. Yeah. Made of, you know, sheer will and <laughs> stuff. <laughs> the other day I did a guest spot on a podcast and he said length and I laughed. Because <laughs> <laughs> length is funny. <laughs> We're so grown up. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I am excited for Justice League, though, even though, yeah. like, half of the directors of other stuff have left. Mm. That's not good. No, it doesn't bode well. No. That's generally signals a death knell of the film before it's started. Yeah, unless they get in people that are better. Although, that, saying that as well, a lot of people say, oh, when, you know, when a director leaves something, then you're just going to end up with a shit film. But Ant-Man was still pretty good, even after Edgar Wright left. I really liked Ant-Man. I love Ant-Man. But then again, I have an unnecessary amount of love for Paul Rudd, so... Yeah, he... I saw what film was it? I was trying to I, every time I see him in a film, I try and remember what the first film I was. Like, Have you was. seen This Is Forty? Even I, I thought that film was too long. It's the sort of follow up to um, Knocked Up. Oh right. Um, is it yeah. Knocked Up? Well, yeah, because there's it might not be Knocked Up actually. I can't remember which film it is where like he plays Seth Rogen's mate, and so it's about like their side of the. Oh right. Okay. Yeah, and it's uh, it's 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 long, man. There's some funny bits, but it's long. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think you need to justify any film that's more than, like, 100 minutes. Oh, yeah, I don't get this whole thing about movies being, like, two and a half, three hours all the time now. It's because very rarely. my attention span is shit, too. Mm. So like, this was the problem for me with going back to what we were actually talking about, um, Civil War, mm. in that I felt like the, the fight at the airport hangar thing should have been the end. Yeah, it would have, yeah. <laughs> but then it carries on for, like, another 50 minutes. <laughs> And, right, somebody was having a go at me at work the other day because I said that I was Team Iron Man. And I was like, well, A, that's Team Gun Control, so, of course. But B, Captain America's a dick in this movie. He's generally, he's a bit of a fancy dick anyway. Well, see, I, I, I never liked Captain America, and even oh, the see, films I loved him in the comics. No. He was my favourite. No. But in this movie... So, I'm going to say no, you're talking to your own <laughs> even though it's wrong. You're allowed to not agree with it, it's yeah. fine. Um... I, in this movie, the biggest problem for me is that he could have avoided a lot of what was going on there by going to Tony Stark and saying, you're smart, right? We've got a bunch of smart friends. And he'd be like, yeah. And he'd go, right, a mate of mine did some terrible, terrible shit because of brainwashingness. Mm. Can you fix his brain? And then you just take Bucky <laughs> to him and you fix his brain yeah. and you fucking live happily ever after and nobody has to almost murder each other. Yeah. I felt that the ones that were recruited onto either side were recruited purely because that was the first person that spoke to him. There yeah. seemed to be no discussion. Oh, yeah, no there was no reason why. Of consciousness. It was just, oh, well. well the thing me. is, as well, though, the, the scenes where they're sort of shown being recruited, as it were. I love this. Neil's trying to stealthily get up and get a drink. I, I am. Yeah, I thought. <laughs> just I thought do it. I'd probably get away. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot what I was saying now. I was laughing too hard. Oh, yeah. I don't understand what it seems like. People just walked up to him and went, do you want to join me? I'm Tony Stark. Yeah. And Spider-Man was like, yeah, cool. 
But he never actually asked what he was joining him to do until the point at which it was like, oh, it's Captain America you want me to punch. Well, I, you are Tony Stark, so I guess it's fine. Maybe. <laughs> yes, Pleasure. I agree. Are you, what are you having I've this got time? I've got a woo-woo. Got a woo-woo. <laughs> well, I haven't got a woo-woo. Well, I was going to say, is it clean shaven? <laughs> Nicely preferred. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine what the argument would have been for Ant Man either, because you barely see him get recruited. It's just like he turns up in a van and he's like, "Oh, Cap, cool." Yes, yeah, I, that's what I love it. Okay, like what? Because the thing is, I'd like to think that if I had superpowers and Tony Stark or Iron Man, no, he is Iron Man. Tony Stark or oh. Cap turned up and said to me, "I need you to have a fight with me," and I, I was like, "Cool." But then I went to have that fight and it was a bunch of other heroes. I'd be like, what are we doing? Yeah. What? Although I would fight with Tony Stark because he's minted and he might be as good as you could. That's true. And if I get crippled, he'll sort my legs out for me. That's true too. (laughs) Whereas Captain America will just say something twatty. Yeah, probably. Do you know what pissed me off about Cap in this as well? Everybody was saying that like, oh, you know that end scene where it looks like he's going to smash Tony's face in with his shield, but it's okay because he just jams it into his chest instead. Mm. Does d- does nobody remember that the chest piece of the suit is the thing that's keeping Tony yeah. alive? So the fact that but he doesn't I smash see, his face in, I, I thought he killed him, it, especially yeah. the look that Tony gave him, mm. like, what are you doing? Mm. I was like, is he going to leave him there to, like, slowly die of heart shrapnel? That's a disease. AIDS. Um, <laughs> Shield AIDS. <laughs> Shield AIDS. Um, I thought he killed him. And I don't understand how we're going to fix this now. Because in the comics, it just sort of, like, after a while, we just forgot it happened. Yeah. And everyone was mates again. But you can't really do that in the films, because they're trying to do a whole continuity thing. Mm. I don't know how they're going to be bros again. Not that they were... Well, this is the well, other thing. They judging, weren't bros to begin with in the movies, were they? Judging, they hated each judging other. by that film, or just be one comment, mm. and everything will be fucking fine and dandy. Yeah, because isn't, isn't Cap like a wanted man now? Surely he has to be. Because not only has he not signed these papers, but he's also, like, gone on the lam with Bucky and tried to kill Iron Man. Like, he has to be wanted for something. Yeah, maybe that's And he broke out all the, the other villain, yeah. no, heroes that are technically villains. But So you've just spurred up some appropriate excitement for Suicide Squad now when you said about breaking out villains. Oh, go on. You can talk about that if you want. I I, I just can't fucking wait. Really? Oh, I yeah. couldn't care less. Really? Oh, no, that's going to... Oh. oh, it's... The thing is, right, I don't like Will Smith very much. I'm mm. not a huge fan of most of the characters in it and I'm scared of Harley Quinn. Not in a, like, scared of her kind of way, but in a, mm, they could really go wrong with this, they could really go wrong... I don't think, frightened. to be honest, by the looks of the trailers, I think they have gone wrong in a couple of ways on that. Because mm. that's definitely going to be a, a feminist drum sort of film. Mm. Uh, the thing possibly is, rightly so, depending on. I'm not a huge fan of her as a character anyway. Like, I don't mind her so much now because she's entirely divorced from the Joker and all that piece. Mm. And so in her comics, she's just a bit of a sort of loudmouth lunatic who likes violence, which is fine. Oh, so there's no connection anymore? Not really. Oh, I mean, right. occasionally it comes up, but it's not a deal, big right, deal anymore. Okay. He's very rarely in the books with her and stuff. Whereas the older stuff I really hated because that relationship is just so abusive and horrible mm. and, and gross and hard and uncomfortable to watch and just, I don't really want to see any of it. Mm. <laughs> that's the thing that bothers me. Yeah, but that's what made her what she is. So yay for domestic abuse. Well, <laughs> that's not quite how I put it. <laughs> quite, not quite how I should have put it, really. <laughs> Forgetting people who listen to this. Yeah, I was going to say, you know you've been recorded, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm scared of Suicide Squad. Mm, no, I'm looking forward to it. I just think it looks... It looks to me 
like the first couple of teaser trailers, I weren't that bothered. Um, but it looks like they're they're not trying to make it too serious. It's going to be. I'm not sure what it's about though, because the the trailers all sort of have it as just being like, here's some inmates, now they're out. Yeah, but they were they were taken out by the government. Yeah, but for what? To what are they? Because there's worse criminals, presumably. Is it it Joker? Like, is that how he's in it? Is that how he's in it? Because I don't think there's been any kind of reference to him being with the rest of them. So I don't know. Because I know Batman's going to be in it briefly as well, Mm. and that threw me off as well. Yeah, I think so, and that's. Throwing me off a tiny bit too because I don't get the timeline of Batman versus don't Superman. Try to figure out timeline in comic world. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but it's just because he references like a Joker sort of situation happening like hmm. like ten, fifteen years ago. So so is it that? But but then also, Superman doesn't know that Batman exists until like two days ago, which oh, makes yeah. no sense because he's a journalist. And a superpowered being, <laughs> he should know these things. Like how Supergirl didn't know about. The Flash. Yeah. But that's different. But that's fine, because it was a different, different world, universe, yeah. wasn't it? That was a good episode, that was wasn't it? Funny, yeah. That was a good episode. I've given up on Supergirl. I hate it. I'm, um, I'm about four or five episodes behind, but I am with a lot of shows because for some reason I had another crack at Lost. Started re watching Lost why? for some reason. I really liked it. Mm. And I think I like it as much, possibly more now. Because oh. you know how when you know what's going to happen, sometimes you kind of notice little Easter eggs a bit more than yeah. you perhaps would have done before. Mm. And I think Hurley's ace. See, I didn't... Because you've got to love a jolly fat one. That's true. Is he the one who plays... What do they call it in How I Met Your Mother? The person who misses out on everything. All the fun stuff. Is it the Blitz or something like that? Well, I don't know. It might well be, Is that him? I don't know, because I... And is it the Blitz? That sounds wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the Blitz Richard, no, but he's not here. How the fuck? He's getting drunk. Fucking arsehole. With dickhead and (laughs) baldies. I'm not sure which one's which, I'll be honest. <laughs> oh dear, do they listen to this? Yeah. Oh, Key does in the bath. Hello. While he's I shaving got... his bollocks. Do you know, he threw me once, because I was listening to him in the car, as I often do. Because I tend to, right, I've got like two or three friends who do podcasts. Is this going to get cut out? <laughs> no, no, no. I've got like two or three friends who do podcasts, mm. and I tend to listen to them like a week into a tour or something when I've not spoken to anyone that I know in like a week mm-hmm. and I'm starting to go a little bit mental Aww. so it's kind of like having a mate in the car I know it sounds far more gay than I normally am um, but yeah I was listening to one and all of a sudden I just heard Key start talking I'm like what the fuck because he's kind of like a, was... a non-introduced person yeah that was because up. he didn't want to be on the episode but then kept oh. talking uh, I didn't introduce him because he was hiding in that corner mm. saying he didn't want to borrow it but then he kept chirping up, and I was like, well, now you're just a thing, aren't you? You fucking idiot. Yeah. What we I don't know whether about? that was the same episode as one of the best quotes. I think I texted you about this quote shortly afterwards. Oh, on the right man, a penis can look lovely. <laughs> that was one of the finest <laughs> yeah, you can thank, ever Yeah, you can thank James for that. Anyway, what are we talking about? Supergirl. Supergirl? I would. Well... No, yeah. that's not what we're talking about. But you know how everything about women doesn't have to come down to whether or not you would... <laughs> I mean, I know that's a legitimate part of judging a thing. Yeah, no, it's only... Um, <laughs> no, fair enough. Well, I think that it says to a lot... To be fair, she's hot. Yeah. <clears throat> it says a lot, though, about... And it kind of... It, as much as I like looking at Pretty Lady, why are all women who are in any of these films hot? But mm. then again, I suppose all the blokes are as well, aren't they? Yeah. But, 
The only thing is men have more license to be not attractive than women doing things. Like mm. you would see like a Hurley. You you see a Hurley in a loss. True. Because yeah. he's a and it's fat and it's fine and nobody mentions it. Make him a woman. Oh she's a disgusting fat mess is what people would be well, saying. Yeah, but you've got uh, Or she'd be the butt of everybody's jokes. Like there's an episode of Doctor Who where there's two fat people in it. It might be a Christmas one. That shit one with Kylie Minogue. No, I remember because uh, yeah, I didn't and, like uh, jokes. Yeah, and it was uh, like all that they were just the butt of everyone's jokes until they died. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, oh. So what's her name from Pitch Perfect as well? See, this is why people get really cross at me about Melissa McCarthy because they're like, uh, she's hella funny and as a woman, you should think she's great. And I'm like, well, A, I don't find her funny and B, all of her jokes are like, look how practically manly I am. Watch me do a burp and I'll shit in a sink. And it's like, that's not funny. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> And it's also, you're doing everything you can to not be a woman in comedy. You're basically being a guy with tits. Yeah. But anyway, I'm probably going to get some backlash about that one. Yeah, but I'm I'm male, therefore I win. So you do win, actually. Yeah, that's I, true. I, I I do fully acknowledge that it's far easier to be a bloke. Although as a woman, it's way easier to get laid. So swings and roundabouts. Had one one partner, and it I married it. So yeah, it's <laughs> but it is it's you blaming it. I suppose it depends on how often you shave your vagina. Possibly. <laughs> no, no. Well, no, because you're committed by then, aren't you? By the time you find that yeah, out, you can't not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this episode got launchy. Yeah, it's got a bit weird, sorry. Yeah, I'll let you off, I suppose. What were we talking about, Supergirl? <laughs> 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 of course we were. Uh, yeah, I was saying, I'll gather up on it because I hate anything that's not just her flying around and hitting stuff. Yeah. Like, she's great. Melissa Benoist is great. Uh, but she's pretty much the only one in it who can act. I hate a best friend. I, I, Jimmy Olsen I used to like, but now I think he's a whiny bitch. I can't stand Cat What's-A-Face. Yeah. All of that soapy workplace bees right. is not for me. That's the thing that irritates me, is the, their relationship. Because... They never learn anything. Yeah, it's never been... They haven't explored it properly in order for them to now be have this respect for each other. Yeah. They seem to have gone from your but scum the- to... Yeah, oh, actually, and you're secretly lovely, but I'm going to go back to being a cunt next week, and that would be nice. I was going to say that's the problem: is every week Callista Flockhart learns something about herself that makes her a bit ah, oh, a bit softer and nicer, and then the following week, cunt again. Yeah, I hate it, and it annoys me because I really liked the pilot, you know, and it leaked last year, and yeah, I definitely yeah, yeah. didn't watch it. I genuinely um, didn't watch it actually. No, I, of course I did. But that's not <laughs> due to any morals at all. <laughs> it's one of them. I, I, it has so much potential, but it's just flapping. Yeah, I watch them all. But it's not like, you know, like the Flash and to a the Flash is amazing. lesser but almost to some extent Arrow. Mm. I get all excited about it when it comes on. And definitely... Um, oh, I just burped like and it tasted like stew. Awesome. <laughs> Did you ever watch The Blacklist? No. That? Oh, that's worth watching. What's that about? It's about... Um, it's played by James Spader, the dude from uh, Boston Eagle and Sixteen Candles. No idea. Just to make a massive fucking leap between things. <laughs> no that idea. And also, he jizzed on that lady's hand in Crash. I've not seen that either. No, okay. Um, <laughs> but it's he's in it. Okay. Uh, and he plays an ex-FBI agent who becomes the world's most wanted man for reasons that are never really quite explained as of yet. Another right. three seasons in. Um, <laughs> and he comes back. And basically, in the pilot, he, he, he walks into the FBI headquarters. I think it's the FBI. Uh, and then just takes his hat and sunglasses off. 
And because he's that fucking wanted, the facial recognition thing just instantly shut everything down and the wall goes fucking mental. Um, and he makes some sort of deal that he'll only work with his one FBI agent called Elizabeth Keane. And she's the only one that he'll deal with and he wants basically immunity because, and in return he'll give them all of these massively wanted, dangerous criminal people. Uh-huh. And then it kind of unravels about, is he her dad, is he not her dad, and all the kind of rest of it. It's very good. I'm crap at TV because I realised the other day when people were asking me at work for recommendations that I actually don't watch that much outside of all the superhero crap. Mm. I generally go to Rich for recommendations. Yeah. I watch a lot of superhero stuff and I watch a lot of comedy stuff Mm. but outside of that like people keep telling me about how great Luther is and how great The Wire is and all this other stuff and I'm just like meh. Never got into The Wire I've tried a couple of times but Mm. I'm just not good at telly. I'm quite good at telly. I like telly. I like binge watching shit. Yeah, I was going to say, my favourite thing was when I was really, I was like five seasons behind on Dexter. Mm. So I just binge watched a whole lot of that in like two months. And I, I was did, like, <gasps> I did that. I did what was virtually End a 24 hour session. Yeah. Was that the Lithgow one? Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Crikey. Yeah, he was f- fucking incredible in that one, eh? I've never been more scared of a, a character no. in my life because he proper. Oh, he's so weird, but then he I've was so nice. I've comedy stuff, yeah. Yeah, it was, oh, it was creepy. Although I thought the same about um, Colin Hanks, like, two series later. He seemed like this adorable guy, yeah. but then he's just a complete fucking mental. I think Colin Hanks is awesome. I reckon he's, Me too. he's very much his dad's son, unlike the other weird Hanks. Is there another Hanks? Yeah, Chet Hayes. You need to you need to Google this fucker. He's a, he's a, a rapper. Okay. Yep. Um, he, he, <laughs> Already I'm intrigued. He raps about the hood and how difficult life is. and yeah. He's Tom being Hanks, the ton of some... Son, the ton of some Hanks. Being the ton of some Hanks. That's got to be really hard. It, it seems that... Um, Surely he could just flog a couple of his vintage typewriters. I'd have thought, yeah. <laughs> did right. you listen to Desert Island? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so it looks like Colin Hanks got all the niceness of his dad and mm. the other one just... Did you see... Um, fucking mental. Series 2 of Fargo, do you mean? I know it's Fargo. <gasps> oh, that's a thing you should watch. Mm. I feel like you would enjoy that. Is that my next thing, is it? I next? think so. I mean, it's um, it's a weird one for me because I've never seen the film. And the film and all the episodes of the TV show start with a disclaimer of it being based on true events. And because I'm an idiot, I believed it, but it's not. <laughs> but why does it say it is then? You, so you know confused. that Blair Witch Project wasn't. <laughs> Real fan for his I hate that film. I like. You ever tried to time. watch it with Key? He's such an idiot. He He's so scared. Is he? You <laughs> can't be scared of a horror film the second time round. He can. We watched the end of Paranormal Activity with him as well, and he kept shitting his pants. I was like, Key, this isn't even slightly. Fit. That's jump scare city, and I hate jump scares because they're the cheapest kind of scares. They are, but that's also got what I think is just the most genius scare that I've ever seen because I wouldn't. If someone had pitched it to me as, oh, we'll make a scary bit and this is what we'll do. And I'm I'm scared now that it's the wrong film. But you'll tell me if it isn't. <laughs> I like You've got I'm the not really footage of um, their bedroom. Mm-hmm. And then you just see her standing over him on the bed. Yeah. By the bed. Yeah, that's And then the time, just basically she's there for like eight hours straight. For some reason, there was fucking bone chilling the way they did that. Mm. And I don't quite know why. I don't but know they ruined it by doing all the other fucking films. Yeah. I don't know what it is with me in horror movies because there are some that really scare me, and and mo- but most of them, like 80% of them, I'll be like, eh, I don't even enjoy watching them. I found the Babadook hilarious. Oh, really? Now, I love yeah. the Babadook. No, I, d- I But I didn't it. find it scary. No, I found it funny. 
But I thought it was saying some fairly powerful things about grief and mental health and mm. depression and stuff. Yeah, I didn't find it scary so much as slightly uncomfortable. Mm. It didn't make me laugh, though, because I'm not an arsehole. <laughs> For some reason, I just, I just found it amusing. There's, um, what horror film was it that actually legit made me do a poo in my pants? You actually pooed? No, no. Oh. Because <laughs> you, you never know with you. You're yeah, very open. <laughs> <laughs> not that open. Uh, no, I can, I can safely say that I have, uh, I've never shit myself except once when I was like eight and I had sickness and diarrhea. And I leaned over my bed to throw up in a bowl and shit myself at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Mom, it's all gone awry. It was horrible. Um, I can't think of what film it was now, but there's been some movies. Oh, I didn't like the remake of Evil Dead because no. that Key and Rich fell asleep in the middle of the night while we were watching it. And so it scared me then because I was just like, oh, no, I'm all dead. by myself. <laughs> what if they wake up and start trying to kill me? I have this really irrational fear. I don't know if I should admit this or not, because it's a bit weird. Sometimes when I'm on the toilet at night, I have this really irrational fear that Rich will come in and try and kill me. Wow. And it's <laughs> it's mostly because a friend of my mum's, once, like, her husband started going dementia crazy town, and he forgot who she was and thought she was breaking uh, into his house oh and, like, God. punched a square in the jaw. Oh. And, uh, and that just, I don't know, that just sat really wrong with me. And yeah, every yeah. now and then, when I'm, like, at my most vulnerable, so, like, in the bath, or on the bog I just think what if Rich came in and legit just tried to murder me I've got to be honest though out of all my friends I would have said that Rich is the most likely to kill his wife (laughs) (laughs) gee thanks (laughs) not not, not a reflection on you just a reflection on Rich brilliant well that certainly put my mind at rest (laughs) you fuck (laughs) weirdly though you're talking about toilet I always and I don't know why and even as I'm doing it, it's not just like a reaction. Even as I'm doing it, I'm thinking this makes no sense. But I'll be in a hotel. I'll go in the bathroom for a shower or a poo. And I'll lock the door. What, even when you're on your own? Yes, it makes no fucking sense. But it just feels wrong to not have the door locked. Yeah, it does. It's because you're vulnerable in there, isn't it? If something happened, I don't know what would happen. I guess his bells are open. So but it's quite a vulnerable well, position yeah. to be. I suppose you're in the best place if you are going to shoot yourself in fear. But... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> this is the worst. <clears throat> we're talking about Supergirl. I think we're moving on. Yeah, I think we probably should. Mm. I haven't got anything more to say about it, really. And you were saying before that you've been on comic books, which is a good thing because my comic books experience is like, I had to give up comic books. Oh. Like, genuinely. Is it because they're. Genuinely cold turkey? Because of money or. Because of money. I was yeah. about 17, maybe 18. Uh, and you know nostalgia in Birmingham? I'm yeah, of course I do. Familiar with it. Um, well, I had a reserve box there, and originally it was just like a couple of different things. And at mm. like the end, it was forty-seven pounds a week. Oof! And yeah. at a time where I was earning about two hundred and fifty, three hundred quid a month, and that's, I thought this yeah, is that's, ridiculous. That's too much money. Yeah. When uh, so when when I first met me and Richard, had to like really scale back, and we've also had to go digital on um, some of our stuff because it's slightly cheaper. Oh really? Wow. Because um, oh, yeah. oh, wow. it lacks like printing costs and stuff. Yeah, but oh, <laughs> um, yeah. but the uh when you've done that a couple of times, like the Walking Dead ones. Yeah. Mm. That we've like we've really scaled back, but there was a period where when I was still living at home, uh I was spending Where'd about you live now? when I was living at my nan and granddad's house, oh. uh I was I was spending about it probably wasn't as bad as it was about eighty quid a month. Mm. So that but that's still a lot of I've realised I said forty seven quid. It was actually thirty seven quid. But even that's, so, that's, that's still quite still a lot horrendous. a week, yeah. Yeah, it's, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah, genuinely, that's just... Oh. I've still got them all. That blows. Yeah, yeah. 
Do you buy trades ever? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I buy trades. Um, but only really a few. Like, I did... And I don't care. Comic book world, you can fucking judge me. You can also fuck off. Um, I... <laughs> Defensive much? I quite... Yeah, because... Yeah. <laughs> We're I passionate. Hate, I hate those people who are kind of like, oh, well, you're not proper if you do this and the other. Because those mm. people are cunts, right? Yeah. There's no two ways about it. But I got quite into... I kind of rewatched all of Buffy and Angel. Mm. So I started... Because it essentially continued from the TV show into yeah, series, series 8 comic eight, books. Yeah. So I got those, and I get The Walking Dead every six months. But I'm a bit behind because it started to confuse the fuck out of me. The, the problem for me with The Walking Dead is that it's twofold. One, this is going to sound like super shit, but black and white comics make it harder to tell people apart yes. to me. Because you can't tell the different hair colours and like feature colours and skin colours and stuff mm. as easily as you can in a colour book. So I get a lot of people confused a lot of the time because I'm stupid. I'm very aware of how stupid I am <laughs> when it comes to comics. I've got terrible memory and I forget stuff between issues really easily. Mm. But also, the comic has become so much more about aren't people shit than it is about... Like, literally every group of people you meet can't be arseholes. They can't be. They can't all be Negan and the Governor, but they are for yeah. some reason. Although I think the TV show dealt with that very well. Uh, I gave up on that as well. Oh, did you? Oh, uh, no, I, I get why, but no, it's... I saw episode one of this past series where they were trying to, like, sort out some zombies in a quarry. Mm. And I got so cross with their plan, I just gave up. I was like, no, this is fucking nonsense. Because I was like... It's quite a good plan. They're already in a quarry, right? Yeah, but they were going to get off, out of the set, Yeah, set off um, an explosion and dump a load of, brick, like, quarry on them. Dump some quarry on them. <laughs> dump a load of quarry on them. Then oh, you've only no. got to deal with, like, the, the like 20 maybe stragglers that are left. Where the fuck are they going to get... Just... Oh, we need some explosives. Oh, there's some. Well, they can make them. People can make bombs out of anything. You know what I mean? There's got to be somebody there who survived that long who knows how to make something that could have dumped a load of quarry on a bunch of zombies. <laughs> Come on, man. Your first plan wouldn't no, be yeah. lead them out of the quarry, would it, though? Why is that their first no, because plan? because they were going to get out of the quarry. They knew they were going to get out of the quarry quite soon. So well, then to... why didn't they do a lot of, like... See, this is the thing. A lot of clean-up first. Like, you don't know when they're going to get out, so that's fine. I can understand you making a plan for if they do. Mm. But, like, up until then, you could be doing all sorts of stuff like, I don't know, lobbing Molotov cocktails down there and setting fire to them all and letting them bump into each other so they're all on fire and then they oh, die. Yeah, okay. there was a sh- Dump a load of quarry on them. Dump some quarry on them. Yeah. <laughs> that's no, my I, answer to everything. Just put a quarry on it. I kind of stopped. <laughs> I say stop the quarry box. I've, I've started backing them off mm. because... Batch reading is easier, I yeah, think. Yeah, I got confused because there's some people in the book that are dead, but in the TV show they're alive. Right. And they changed around. And vice versa. Like the thing with Rick Grimes' hand, and they essentially made that, or oh, that old fellow, what's it's called? Herschel. Herschel. So they explored the whole infection move so you can cut the limb off thing yeah. with him. And I get why they did that, because it would be difficult to have your leading man with one hand because that would be very fucking expensive yeah either in CGI or compensation <laughs> yeah one of the two um, or it just looked like he's got a balled up fist in the end of his sleeve yeah but I am glad that they oh you don't know this yet so no no it's fine you can spoil things because I don't care about well, walking you, dead you know, oh fair enough well, you know how Carl got shot in the eye in the book, in the book yeah they, they've just done that in the TV show. see I was surprised by that because my mum loves The Walking Dead like she's all over it um, and she was telling me about that and I was really surprised I did that because didn't they shoot him in the head at Herschel's farm like a few series ago or did something happen to his head it wasn't his head I don't think was it not his head well, maybe it was. did he get shot though he something get, happened he did nearly do a dead yeah and so it really threw me that they just did it again 
And I think that's why, because there was a really weird thing in Walking Dead, which they haven't done before. They had a massive time gap. Well, they have done it before, but not in that way. There's a massive time gap. Mm. So in one episode, they shot him in the eyeball. And then the next episode, is like four months later, and he, he got an eye patch He's on just got an eye hole. Going, well, he wasn't, but I like to think he <laughs> You would, wouldn't you, if you lost an eye? I definitely would. Of course yeah. you would. And you'd definitely buy a parrot. Yeah. Well, I've got a friend who stabbed himself in the eye. Funny enough. That's why did he do that? Because are you, are you familiar with the band Sponge? Vaguely. Um, it's it's. I know they don't spell Sponge correctly. No, they spell it with an O instead yeah. of an R. But yeah, he's um, got Chris Murphy, and he borrowed his mom's car or something to his mom's car. And I hope he doesn't mind me telling the story. It, he's very open. Um, <laughs> and you needed to use the pliers in order to do something to open the door. So either pull the thing up or do something. And he was doing that. And he slipped and stabbed himself right in the eyeball Jiminy with the pliers and learned the taste of the inside of his own eyeball. Oh. Quite salty. Which, that's kind of what I'd assume. Oh, man. Mm. Oof. So now he's got, like, a normal eye and a shit eye. So... Has he still got the eye? Yeah, and it's awesome because it's all sparkly. It's like a multicolour sparkly eye. Oh, my God. Because of something that happens when you stab yourself in the eye. That's insane. I thought your eye would be a lot less resilient than that. I thought that would just be, like, mush. Oh, yeah, it effectively is. They had to sew it back together. Um, oh. And I think they said to oh. me, like, it's not really going to work. Are you saying again. that, though? I've seen stitches in my sister's eye, and it was the worst thing I've ever looked at. Because yeah. she had her retina came away at the top. She got up one day. Yeah, exactly. She got up one day, and she was like, I can only see half in one eye. And we were like, what are you talking about? She was like, the top half of my eyesight is gone. So we, like, obviously she went to the hospital, and they were like, yeah, your retina's just come apart. We'll just sew it back up. <laughs> this happened twice, because then the, the, the weight of the scar tissue from the first surgery pulled it open again. <laughs> just quite funny Jesus it's disgusting though because she showed it me and it was all just like these little stitches coming right like just from the iris like into the white of the eye I thought the retina was at the back I don't know how eyes work I haven't done science for a really long time (laughs) that's what Zoe tells me but maybe she was making it like easy for me because I'm an idiot but yeah that's about all my current knowledge I'm afraid because I'm yeah I'm already well, I, I've been reading, uh, I've been a terrible nerd because I've been, I got really behind in a lot of stuff and then made a vain attempt to catch up. But what then happened was, is that now I've got like five or six things that every time they come out, I read them because I'm up to date with them in my head and I know where I am. Mm. So I'm very behind on a lot of different stuff. Like I haven't read any of the new Avengers stuff because there was a big rebooty universe reboot yeah, thing in Marvel. Yeah, what was that? 52, something like that. Was that, something else? that was DC. Oh, yeah. The Marvel one was, there was a second Secret War. Mm. Something happened. I don't know. I haven't actually finished what, reading you need Secret War. Just the same thing again. <laughs> so I've been reading. What have I been reading? I've been reading Vision. That's really good. Slightly creepy thing about Vision. The only problem with Vision I find is that a lot of the stories revolve around whether or not he's really a human thing. Like, oh, is he really like accountable and stuff? Because he's near robot and what? And you're like, oh, okay, this is quite good. <laughs> I'm crap at reviewing comics, <laughs> especially when I haven't really prepared. So I'm just like, well, I read that. I've been reading Deadpool, obviously. And Ms. Marvel, obviously. See, Deadpool is another one that completely passed me by. Have you seen the movie yet, though? It's fucking awesome. I, I thought you were going to say awful and no, I was going to have to kill no, you. I, and then the rest of this podcast would have been the sounds of me murdering kind you. kind of... It's like what I reckon Suicide Squad will be. I don't think Suicide Squad will be anywhere near as good. Mm. But it's just... They take the main tropes of the story and then just make a bubblegum film about it. Mm. And that's what they did. And they did it so Ryan Reynolds well. is fucking perfect in yeah, that movie. absolutely. There's nothing... Like, 
No, there's a, the only thing that I said to Rich I would have liked to have seen a bit it's more cock. of is all that. And you do get you do get to see cock. You do actually. A uh, yeah. brief cock and um, quite a lot of bum. So you know I'm not complaining. Mm. Surely bum has got to be more attractive than a cock. Oh yeah, I think cocks are ridiculous. They are. Like no offence to men. No, no, no. But cocks are. are horrendous and ridiculous. I don't understand what an attractive cock is supposed to be. Like. Like, how do you... I guess just big. I was going to say, but is it, though? Is that attractive? Well, not to me. It's <laughs> like a sad... Pisses me off like when I see one of them. <laughs> um... <laughs> um... Not just because they're going to hit me. <laughs> my dad once hit my mum in, in her face with his willy the once. <laughs> That's a story she thought was worth telling me about my dad that I've never met. <laughs> I've killed Neil. <laughs> But mummy, what was daddy like? Hit me with his cock. <laughs> and apparently one day he went Wendy and she turned around and went what and he just in the face. <laughs> Sorry mum. <laughs> in fairness though, hasn't everyone done that? Richard's never done it to me, but it might be because I'd probably punch him right in the face. <laughs> Nobody hits me in the face with their willy. Oh, got all the germs and you know. Mob cheese and that. I don't know. I don't understand how willies work. They seem perpetually dirty to me. But <laughs> okay. But yeah, Deadpool was good. Deadpool was good, wasn't it? Yeah. I, the, the only thing about that film that I said I would have liked to have seen it would, was it being a little bit longer. Yeah, definitely. It was over so quickly. I was like, where, where's the rest of it? Oh, the film. Sorry, yeah. no, misunderstood. No, it was just. And you know, you know that opening scene. <laughs> opening. Sorry. Wow. I've gone. The opening scene where it's basically the freeze frame of that action. That was never intended to be the opening. Oh, really? Opening credit scene. That was just kind of like a holding thing. I think what they'd done is literally just taken a screen grab of some action thing. Mm. Um, And then it ended up being one of the best fucking openings of a film that I've seen. So many crotch shots. Yeah, so many crotch shots. And it... Did manage to encapsulate everything about the film yep. in in a what is essentially just a three D photo that the search around with the camera is fucking amazing. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it was. I saw it four times. I saw it twice. <laughs> I didn't see it four times, but saw... you know the last the last film I saw in the cinema four times, and I'm quite embarrassed. I've about never it. seen anything four times in Deadpool. Go on, Scooby Doo. The one with like Linda Cardellini and that. The first one, yeah. Yeah. As in the first one. I've never seen it all the way through because I don't care about Scooby-Doo. Well, the thing is, I did. I love Scooby-Doo. So I was so fucking excited. And I still remember, like, really good teaser trailers should just make you jizz your pants and not quite know why. Yeah. And the teaser trailer for that was brilliant because it was, um, uh, that the camera had sort of come into this darkened room and then you could see this silhouette, um, coming in front of a window, which was quite clearly Batman. So you think, what can hell? There's a new Batman film. And then the lights come on and it's Scooby-Doo. And he just turns around and does his Scooby-Doo laugh. I'm like... Because I literally had no idea they were making a Scooby-Doo awesome. film. And then I saw that. And, oh. and I literally... I went to see it with my mate Adam Piss and, and David Shaw. And we're walking up Broad Street. Do we need to know the full name? I don't know why. Um, so we saw the film and then we're walking back down Broad Street to where the cars were parked. And I just stopped. And I was like, I'm going to watch it again. And they're like... Really? Like, and literally just turned around and went straight back into the, the same screen, which was, you know, 30 minutes later by that point. So I just went in and just watched the. Uh, yeah, I've, ne- I've never done that. I'm sure it doesn't hold up. 
Okay. Many things don't like Biodome. Mm. Fuck me. Have you ever seen that? No. Biodome was this this poorly short and oh, there's loads of Baldwin. One of the Baldwins. <laughs> okay. The young Baldwin. I know of the Baldwins. I don't know which one's which there. I can't remember. But it was those two. Oh, it was fucking awful. But when I was a kid, I adored it. And it was about this experiment where there was having people live in this biodome. Kind of like that thing in Cornwall, um, Eden Project. Eden Project, yeah. Uh, and the idea was four people were going to be living in there for a year. And these two gate crashed it. And the two that were supposed to be in there kind of got locked out. So there's those two, Kylie Minogue and some other hottie. Um, and it's awful. It's just <laughs> everything about it. It doesn't enough. sound good. No, well, Tenacious D was there first time. Oh. Not as tenacious day, but Carl Gass yeah. and Jack Black run it. I think he was the first one anyway. They did little cameos. And oh. I watched it. And, and it stuck in my mind as like one of the formative memories of my life. Uh, and I made the mistake of watching it again. Yeah, sometimes oh. you you just don't revisit. I tried to watch Willow again recently. I really? Oh, maybe I shouldn't watch Willow no, again because I not, love that as well. It's not as good as... I, like. I mean, I still enjoyed it because I, I love... Val Kilmer in it is just mm. <laughs> so good. He just steals every scene all the time, doing everything. But it's longer than I remembered, and it's more racist than I remembered. There's a lot really? of stuff about Daikinis and you know, like all the different names for races they've got in there. There's a lot of like slurs and stuff going wow. down in this movie. Daikinis. Yeah, that's what they call. That's either what the little people call the human-sized people, or vice versa. I forget. Yeah. But there's like, oh no, that's what normal-sized people are called because that—that's why all the little people are disgusted by the baby that rolls up because they're like, oh, it's like a dirty daikini baby. <laughs> it's, like, it's really bad. Wow. Yeah. Well, my um, cousin tried to convince me that the baby in that film was my brother. Wow. And I'm pretty sure he managed to convince me at one point. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, they're just like. Isn't it a girl? Yeah. Ginger, so that'll do. Didn't Addis once convince a whole group of school children that he was in the music video for Wonderful Christmas Time because there's a ginger kid in it playing a trumpet or something or a drum? I don't know. Oh, I'll have to show it you later because it, 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 it's one of those things where you might feasibly think that could be a kid, Addis, if you didn't know roughly when he was born. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, obviously his class of school kids would not really know exactly what day he was born. So, like, watching that video, you could feasibly think that might be Addis or a relative of Addis. <laughs> it's just racist cause just because the ginger person they all look the same they do <laughs> that's not true actually I only know like two ginger people and you don't look anything alike anyway what were we saying about movies um yeah we we on about Deadpool oh yeah um, I'm always on about Deadpool oh, people have told me off talking too much about Deadpool but it's that good it comes out on Blu-ray next month as well so I'm blatantly really? going to talk about it then too <laughs> oh yeah I think it was I hope there's lots of special bits on the Blu-ray yeah Special like with it, I think <clears throat> parts of that were the genius as well. The little trailers that he did that yeah. weren't really related to the film. Nothing to do with it at all. Ball. Like bits of Manchester United Football Club yeah. and then he's just and there. And feeling the nuts. Yeah. yeah. Although one of my favourite bits in the film is an entire throwaway bit and every time I see it I can't stop laughing. Which is when, you know, during like the, the fight on the on the bridge between all the cars and stuff mm. with all the uh, bullet counting and that, there's a bit where he's looking through a car window and somebody appears and pulls a gun on him and he just goes, <laughs> <laughs> it's just the absolute best. It's just the look on his face. <laughs> on his masked face. Oh, it's so good. Well, how much of the mask and stuff was CGI? Um, was... The eye bits actually move mechanically from I'm what right I've heard. In. But I don't, don't hold me to that because... Doesn't it, though? Mm. I was watching one of the old Turtles movies recently and thought, yeah, animatronics pretty terrible. <laughs> don't, don't stop me from watching the Turtles. Have you seen... There's... <laughs> 
I'm gonna get okay. I'll only ruin one bit for you. There's a scene where in the background Donatello is drinking through a straw, and his top lip because they can't make it do like a f- motion with his mouth. Oh no, mum! Yeah, his yeah, lips yeah, yeah, yeah. Just flapping, just up and down, just flapping. It's horrendous and terrifying. I did, but again, with with that, the original one, it's it's really good. Though, I still. genuinely can't remember a time as a kid that I was more excited than when it was VHS, obviously, mm. uh, and we'd rented it. Where you get like five videos, five nights, five pounds, that sort of deal, back in the day. And oh, the, imagine being old. My dad had finally agreed that we could watch Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles mm. or Ninja Turtles. It probably was, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I think the film would have been ninjas. Um, and I remember they'd got it ready. Well, I did. My dad's got an obsession with queuing everything up. He still does in there with DVDs and shit. <laughs> Gets it to start, pauses, and goes to make a cup of tea. It's fucking infuriating. Just make the tea first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but no, but to be honest, I've got a lot of those traits as well. So mm. I get things like if I'm if I'm binge watching something and I need to go and make a poo, when the episode finishes, I get the next one started mm. and pause it, and then so it's the same thing. So I can't judge. But as a, like however old I was, maybe eight or ten, sat there just seeing the logo. And like, Fuck, I'm so fucking yeah, excited. Man. I watched that that video so much that we ruined it, and I cried when mm. I tried to put it on one day, and it was all tracking all over the place. I was like. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, no, I love it. Because I didn't know DVDs were going to become a thing. No. What did you, what did you think of the new incarnation of it? I like it. Oh, I like it as well. <laughs> Again, I'm very I... forgiving. I thought she was fucking awful. She's See, awful now, I didn't think she was as bad as I was expecting because I'd seen her in the Transformers movies and she was a big old pile of gas. She was essentially some tits and arse with legs. Like, she didn't even need to say words, really, because all she did was, like, bend over and See, that's, that's when I started getting all... I don't want to say feminist because that's just not, probably not quite true. But when things like that start to annoy me, I was like, well, that, that, that scene where she's I don't mind tits and ass. Yeah, car. if they have a personality. Exactly. And you're only character. doing that so we can go, oh, look at her arse. And yeah. I'm still going to pause it, goddammit. <laughs> but that's not the point. Yeah, I was just talking to Duncan in the last episode of Podcast and a Half Shell about this. And I was saying that the thing I liked about last year's movie, no, 2014's movie, mm. is that. She's in it, and she is attractive, and it's fine, but not once do they have her in a low-cut top or a teeny tiny skirt or bending seductively over a thing. Like, she's just a a bird in some clothes that fit, doing a job and being friends with turtles. Yeah, but if there's anyone that's going to explore what it looks like when Michelangelo's fucking April O'Neil, it's going to be that dude. (sighs) I tell you, Michelangelo is a pervert. (laughs) No, yeah. In like every incarnation of the turtles, massive pervert. Because he was the one in the, in the original cartoon who he, wanted to keep her. Yeah, he was. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he was the one that was. If any of them were going to fuck her, it was going to be him. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I wouldn't have been aware of that at the time. It's a thing so. that's always crossed my mind about the turtles, and I probably shouldn't admit this out loud. But I've, even when I was younger, I wondered how they were ever going to have girlfriends. Because the thing about telly and pop culture and all that sort of stuff is that it tries to tell you that like sex and relationships are like the be all and end all Mm. it's important everybody should do it all the times Mm. because it's great or whatever Uh, and that's fine except there's literally no one for the turtles to have a relationship with because if they have a relationship Mm. with regular turtles that's weird yeah (laughs) if they have a relationship with a regular human lady or man whichever i don't mind still weird Really weird because what person is going to be attracted to a part turtle? Yeah. So it, it all got into this mess in my head, and I got really sad thinking about how they were going to die alone and they'd never have kids and there wouldn't be any like little baby ninja turtles to carry on their ninja turtle name. But, but that, yeah. 
I was going to say something that's kind of irrelevant, really. It's one of these things that people get all hit up about. But they're actually terrapin, aren't they? Oh, they. Yeah, in the in the cartoons, there there was some. I think it was maybe it was just a throwaway remark by one of the creators. Who, if I remember right, they're English, aren't they? The creators of the turtles. I don't think. And so. they couldn't get maybe they're not. Them, but they couldn't get it published, could they? So they just did it themselves, and then it all went mental, and they made a fucking yeah, that part's shit true. Ton of money. It's also. Which I'd forgot, I was aware of it, but I'd forgotten until I got like, not like an original, but I got like facsimile copies of the original mm. um, comic books. Uh, and I'd forgotten that it, the original sort of origin story is that it's the same chemical that made... Daredevil. Daredevil. Yeah. But obviously they could... It would have been <laughs> then nice. they kill Shredder at the end of issue one. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that surprised me. Because I, I think I was aware of the Daredevil thing from other sources, but having never read the... The original comic. Mm. Oh. It's very obvious in the comics. Yeah, isn't that's it? a bit bizarre. But yeah, I, I was kind of hoping that the two sort of studios or whatever would have a bit of a conversation and go, ah, come on. Come on. And let's do that. Because that would have been nice. That would have been nice. But I did notice, and I don't know whether this was intentional, did you watch, oh, obviously, we probably spoke about it before, Daredevil League? The Netflix, Netflix yeah, series. yeah. Well, you see some of the ooze going down a drain. <laughs> oh my I, god, can you imagine? I wasn't sure whether that was a bit of a nod or whether that was me being oh, over geek. That would be amazing if it, it was a be. nod. Yeah, yeah. But that was good, wasn't it? It was. Mm. I haven't I got have... around to the second season yet. Oh, I won't say what I was about to say. <laughs> I was about to say. I've got some issues with series two, but. No, no, I don't. Yeah. No, they're not terrible. Like, it won't ruin it for you. It's mm. still great. Like, it's still better than most things that are on telly. Mm. But there's just bits that I just wasn't. Do you reckon that's a new way of TV? That it's all going to be just dumped all at once? I don't know. I kind of... The problem with that for me is I like it and I don't like it in the sense that I like having everything available to me so I can binge watch it and Mm. not have to worry about, like, waiting a year or however long the hiatus is because it drives me mad with the Flash and all the hiatuses. There's so fucking many. I do prefer it, though, having mid-season breaks like they started to do the last few years. Uh, I'm not so keen on that. Because then they try and do like a point. mid-season exciting thing that happens, yeah, and they really it's force it sometimes. Kind of like two seasons for the price of one. I suppose. Not all, My biggest problem with the the Netflixy model is the number of people that I know online that watch things within a, an hour of them being out, and then decide to tell everyone on the internet. Oh yeah, what they, they am. Because the thing is, um, I have a I have a terrible relationship with spoilers because, like, on the one hand, I think if you're listening to a podcast like this, you've got to expect. Mm. Some le- at least some level of spoilers. If you go and Kevin read an Spicy. article, <laughs> if you go and read an article about the latest Captain America movie, you've got to expect that there might be mm. spoilers. But I shouldn't be able, like, I shouldn't have to go on, like, not go on Facebook for three days and not know anything that's going on in my friends' lives because some asshole can't not go. Oh, did you see the end of Daredevil series two? Yeah. And X happened. Well, you can always tell. Fuck you. You can always tell when you've got a delay in anything because you put like on Facebook that I'm going to fucking kill anyone who puts yeah. spoilers on. Yeah, yeah. And it was mostly because of because of Daredevil because the first series, um, I knew a couple of people who watched all of them in a weekend, mm. uh, and I'm like, who's got the time? Um, but within <laughs> within like an error of having having finished watching them, mm. both of those people put screenshots on Facebook. And I was like, come the fuck Bear on. mind, I've not seen the last episode of season one yet. Haven't you? No. I'm not going to tell you anything then. How have you... How has that happened? It, and and it's not been spoiled for you? No, I think what it was is I was watching <laughs> it and I fell asleep. Right. Because um, it was four o'clock in the morning and now it's hour. Yeah, um, that'll happen. Some 
fucking awful place. It was just depressing, so I was grateful to be asleep. Um, so then you've got that pain in the arse of finding the right place in the episode, and yeah, mm. so I just watched something else. So oh. I never really kind of got around to it. And then I knew that season two was not far off. So I thought, you know what, I'll wait. Because then I haven't got to do that thing of like, <laughs> wait, wait for months now to find out what happened. Yeah. Um, and I'm assuming every fucking TV show does that. So I assume that they would as well. So. Yeah. yeah so much. I thought, no, I'll wait. But now I can watch it. Are you a Doctor Who fan? Yeah. Cause... I am. Although I've become less obsessive because I used to... It was the one program that I'd make sure that I was watching at the time because mm. I was like, yeah, don't do. Yeah, but there's still a couple of episodes from the last season I haven't watched. Oh, really? No, because as so I said, one I of the careless. one of the biggest spoiler ones for me that really got on my tits was uh, you know the season with Amy and Rory, the episode mm. where they leave. I didn't watch that as it aired because it was like a birthday party or something. It was something unavoidable. I couldn't mm. not go to it, kind of thing. I um, can avoid birthday party. <laughs> it might have been my own though. <laughs> <laughs> Now that I'm thinking about it, quite possibly was. Um, but yeah, I went on to I went on to Facebook after said birthday party, so I was quite drunk, so I wasn't even thinking about potentially falling onto some Doctor Who spoilers. Scrolling around, seeing what people have done that day and what have you, and somebody had put up a screenshot of the Statue of Liberty being a angel, mm. a screenshot of them pair jumping off the roof, a screenshot of her crying with the thingy behind her the weeping angel behind her, and a screenshot of their fucking graves. I was like, you fucking cock knocker! Yeah, what like, is this? That, what, that doesn't serve any purpose other than to... Spoil things yeah. for everyone, yeah. Oh, and because it's, it's all well and good going online and saying like, oh, wasn't that episode amazing? Fine. But you don't have to, A, tell me why. Yeah. <laughs> and B, stick up fucking pictures of it. No. Anyway, I'm getting close. I think uh, weeping angels, though, are my favourite. Oh, they're scary, yeah. man. Oh, Have you ever brilliant. been to the Doctor Who experience? No. I went <laughs> I went with Rich. Which one? Is it like, is it like a main one? Well, I was going to say there were two. I went to one with Rich, which was the little one that's actually at Cardiff Bay. Right. Which is just like, it's only a few rooms and it's like a couple of um, like costumes and outfits and there's the odd statue or like Dalek around the place. And then I went to the main one, which, were, which I went to with my mum, which is the one where you get to go on to like a TARDIS set and mess with buttons and... Oh, that was good. But that one had a corridor that was, like, really dark, and it was, like, sporadically lit with, like, what do you call those lights? lights. Strobe lights. Oh. That's the word I was looking for, strobe lights. And every every now and again, you'd be walking through, and one of the strobes would just light up a weeping angel, and then it'd light up a different one that was closer, and, like... <laughs> I, I would shit my shitting pants. Shitting what's up? There were kids, like, squealing, like, properly, ah, it's going to get me. No, the um, weeping angels are fucking terrifying. There was a, there was a room as well that it tells you not to go in if you've got heart problems, um, a weak to. disposition, or breathing problems as well because that was, it was like full of smoke. So Rich was like, oh, "I'm not going to go in there because like you know his breathing's a bit crap." So I was like, oh, "I'll be brave. I'll go in. Go in by myself. Just a room full of smoke." And then just out of nowhere, three Daleks just come out screaming, exterminating your face, and I was just like, "Ah!" Uh, <laughs> just like pegged it. I have to shit go. myself. When is the new Why is there no new Doctor Who? Surely. It's not happening until next year, isn't it? What the fuck? Stephen Moffat's leaving. God. And Ch- Chris Chibnall's taking over? I want to say it was Chibnall. He's done it. <laughs> How do you know that now? Um, <laughs> he's, he's written a couple of Doctor Who episodes. In particular. Oh, oh, right. Sorry. Trusting his name on the screen. Yeah, yeah. I think mm. he wrote. he wrote one of my favourite ones. And he also wrote a lot of other people's like least favourite ones. Uh, the one that I like was 42, the one with Martha on the 
spaceship when they've got 42 minutes to sort it out yeah. before they all die. My favourite one, I can't remember, I'm not very good with names of episodes, but there was all very much detail thinking about it. But there was something to do with where, where you look in the mirror and you think you see something behind you and then it's gone again. And basically it's because he's banished this evil person into a mirror and it, it showed like a darker side to the Doctor, more mm. kind of, oh, what's the word? Um, the Doctor can be a, a cool more vindictive one. sort of side, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I quite like that. Mm. But I do like Capaldi. I like Capaldi a lot, but I don't think he was given enough room to manoeuvre in the last series. Because mm. I feel like I feel like Clara was squashing him with all of her unimportant nonsense stories. Because like, once she was, once the whole thing about her and the impossible girl, Bees, was done, he did... <laughs> You're such a bird. <laughs> um, for, for, for the listener, he was just miming doing a sex I was on not. Clara. <laughs> He absolutely was. Um, <laughs> I was conscious that all your listeners now think I'm some kind of weirdo, so I thought I won't, I won't say it in the microphone then. No, I love showing my guests up. If, if nothing mm. else, then it's just fun and it makes me look better. She's very attractive. She's kind of baffled. That's the weirdest thing you've <laughs> ever said, and you've said so many weird things. I don't even know where to go with that at all. E- editing would be good. There's nice. Gaps of no sound you can use to edit that. <laughs> I'm keeping it in. I keep everything oh, well. in. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, uh, that's what she said. <laughs> Just leave it. No, I need, no, yeah, we yeah, <laughs> definitely leave that there. Yeah, once her Impossible Girl storyline was gone. Yeah. They didn't. Nobody really knew what to do with her, and they kept trying to make her more important than she was. And um, she's terrible, basically. <laughs> she's pretty, but she's terrible. Uh, and I feel like all of that business didn't let Capaldi like run around being the Doctor as much no, as he should I have. No, I think part of the problem, I'm sure I'm not the only one that had this issue, is that you were kind of expecting him, not really expecting him, but part of your brain was waiting for him to go off into a sweary rant at someone. Oh, yeah. Um, and obviously that was never going to happen. No. But there's some part of my brain that was thinking <laughs> he's going to call that Dalek a spoon-licking cunt or something like that. <laughs> Reasons. I would have loved that. Mm. I hope there's outtakes of that. Yeah, if I was directing a Doctor Who episode, I'd be like, oh. I do a Malcolm episode, Just do a rant, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just do a rant. <laughs> I'll just save it for myself. I'll just keep it. We've talked about lots of old stuff. Have you seen Jungle Book? No, I haven't. I don't know if I want to, because I don't really like the story of the Jungle Book, and I didn't really like the original Disney movie. Oh, that's fair. Is it good, though? I loved it. Is it better than the Disney, the original <laughs> Disney movie? Um... Does it have the vultures? Because they piss me off. Shit. No, not really. They, no, they were there, but not. Kind of a bit of a cameo. If, okay. If anything, but no. Were they not. still Liverpool? Yeah. But no, no, they took a lot of the sort of straight comedy out of it, mm. um, which is what worried me because I knew that it wasn't a musical as such, um, but I also knew there was a couple of songs in there, and I was a little bit worried about how that was going to work. Yeah, that threw me a bit because. If it's not a musical, then there's no real warrant for... One they got away with completely. They did it really, really well. Is that... See, I've heard that they get bare necessities in, yeah. in a sort of almost incidental, like, yeah. humming a song around the kitchen kind of way. Yeah, and then they <laughs> kind of bring it back, because it's, it's kind of like a bit of a montage bit, where he's humming the song and Mowgli asks him about it. And, talking about it. and then later on, they're just kind of footloose and fancy free and all that and just mm. chilling out and then they both start singing it so presumably at some point he's taught him so so that works really well King of the Jungle Wanna Be Like You that one oh, that yeah. was a bit more shoehorn isn't Christopher Walken King Louis yeah can he sing no 
so he doesn't sing it. Or... He does, but he's, oh, but he's not good. It's kind of more like talking sort of jazz scat sort of thing. <laughs> jazz, not the new definition of scat. That's very different. No, I was just I was just thinking more about. I can't imagine anyone less suited to like a melodic cadence than Christopher. Yeah, Walk. no, it wasn't at all. It was it was just it was like. Someone was doing an impression of Christopher Walken doing mm. that song. Yeah. So that it, that didn't work as well. Um, but the film itself, I thought, was genuinely incredible. How's Scarlett Johansson as Carl? It's a bit part, basically. She's not oh. in it very much at all. But she's good. Um, but it's more to do with how they... Because they went away from the... All I did really before was a load of sibilance in everything. So it's like lots of... Which they did that with an effect, which worked well with... Mm. How they, because the whole thing about that is that he hypnotizes Mowgli. Yeah. Now, in a film like this, it wasn't, they needed to do something a little bit different because otherwise it would have felt too, in the same way as just making them sing random songs, would have felt too sort of abrupt shift. Weird. Um, but no, they did, they did that well. So they, he still sort of hypnotized him a little bit, but it was more about sort of hypnotized by what she was telling him. And yeah. it was never really clear. Almost a brainwash. Yeah. Never really clear whether, <laughs> What you're seeing in her eyes is what he's seeing visually, or whether that's what he's imagining right. as she's sort of telling him. Okay, if that makes sense. Yeah, because my biggest concern when when it because I didn't know this movie was even happening until the trailer, mm. and then when I saw the trailer and I saw all the big names attached, all I could think was Scarlett Johansson's voice is so different to like most women's voices mm. that I can't imagine it ever ever hearing it and not thinking about her. No, you could, yeah, it was still very much her. Um, but there's a lot of effects on the voice. Yeah. Which I think that's why it works. Have you seen the movie Her? No. Uh, that's about Joaquin Phoenix falls for an operating system on his phone, um, played I by her. To, I do need to see that. It's, re- it's amazing. Mm. But it works so well because she's got a very sensual voice. You mm. imagine a very attractive lady attached to it. No. And so that really works. Whereas I don't think, I don't think they want you to be picturing a sexy lady no, when the snake's it, trying to seduce it, a kid. I think it does work though because it, it is like you say, it's a seductive voice and not necessarily just in the case that this nine year old kid is going to want to fuck this snake. <laughs> um, but more in a kind of, the whole point is that it's just, she's sort of enchanting him and making him mm. a little bit uh, sort of mentally vulnerable, but funny. without giving him a little kitty boner. <laughs> but no, it was, it, I was, Genuinely, I wasn't going to watch it. It was only because I'd had about a week away. Um, so all I did in the evenings was go to the cinema because it was either that or drink alone in a hotel room, which was, was never the most healthy yeah, thing to do for a prolonged... I was going to say, that's not good for the old soul. No. Or brain. Um, although I did sneak wine into the cinema, which is probably just as bad, but yeah. anyway... Did you put it in a Coke can? Um, <laughs> no, I just put it in a pot pot. <laughs> Like a Brilliant. proper classy bird. And then sat there, because I used to get really pissed off, you know, when they bought in the allocated seat in the cinema. World. Oh, yeah. Uh, that pissed me off. Yeah, me Until too. I realised that if I got the seat at the back and the, in the corner, because quite frankly, the angles don't make that no, much it's difference. Not, no, it's not. No, not at all. So I just sit there in the corner, drinking whatever I've got with me and, and smoking my fake cigarette. So, yeah, it's awesome. I love it. But, yeah, I wasn't going to watch Jungle Book, and it was the last film in the cinema that I hadn't seen. So oh, I was fair like, enough. Oh, fuck it, I'll watch it. I'm really glad. Did you see Zootropolis? No. Oh, that's worth seeing. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. But it's only in a couple of cinemas still at the moment. Mm. I am... Um, what was the film that I wanted to go and see? No, I'm blanking. I went to see Bad Neighbours too, but I don't know. I saw that. I, d- I don't know how I feel about talking about that. 
because it's a weird one in that it's not that good. So I don't. Well, <laughs> but it's better than the first one. Well, I have a slight interest in slams on that because he says it's probably not that interesting. Let me just withdraw that from the record. <laughs> um, no, nope, keeping it. What a lot of people have been saying is, oh, it's just the same old shit from the first one. Hmm, it's not though. But I've never seen the first one. Oh. But I thought I had <laughs> going in to see this. Right. So I went to say another film. No, I'm not seeing it. And I really enjoyed it. I have a similar thing. Last week, well, not last week, whenever it was, recently it was Alien Day because it was like yeah. 4.26, except it wasn't. It was 26.4, but still that's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, what, me and Rich watched it and I thought I'd seen Alien and not Aliens, but it turns out I haven't seen either. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was like, shit, this is amazing. I can't believe. I'm 30 and I've never seen Alien before. Fuck me. No, I, can't, uh-huh. I didn't think anyone had not seen it. I know. I genuinely thought I'd seen it and I, I can't figure out now what I had actually seen that I thought was Alien. Red Dwarf? <laughs> Polymorph episode? I have no idea. It's a bit like Alien. It's a lot like Alien. It's an Alien ripoff, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I can't see you getting them confused. No, I wouldn't. I, I mean, I'm stupid, but I'm not, I'm not mm. that stupid, I don't think. But yeah, I can't figure out for the life of me what I've seen. But anyway... Bad Neighbours 2 is a weird one for me because I've got uh, an almost unnecessarily large amount of love for Seth Rogen. Yeah, no, I really like Seth Rogen. I um, even liked Green Hornet. Hornet. It's not as bad as everyone says. No. It's not, I wouldn't watch it again now that I've seen it, I don't think. But oh, I would because I've got a shit memory, so I'd probably quite enjoy it. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, what's this? I've never seen that. Mm. Um, so I kind of automatically love anything he's in anyway mm. because he's in it. But I wasn't even expecting... Yeah, I love Zack I love Zack Mirror as well, but it's one of them films that everyone's like, just... Everybody hates that except me, my mum and my nan, and we've all watched that film together. I know, I Truth love it. Fact. I don't, it's not really any Kevin Smith films I don't actually like. Well, see, now I'm not a huge fan of... probably Rich, isn't he? Yeah. Like, fucking... Well, the, the weird thing is, when I met Rich, he was wanking all over Kevin Smith. Yeah. So I don't know what 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 changed, but recently he's just. There, it, did you see the episode of The Flash that he directed? I'm Not yet. Off topic no. now. Well, I won't I won't say anything too much about it, but he shoehorns a scene in there that is entirely irrelevant to the rest of the show. Is that to get Jason? To get Jason yeah. Mewes in it, yeah. And it's and Jason Mewes is like chewing all of the scenery in that that mm. very brief scene. He's terrible in it, and it fucked me off so bad. I was like, what is this shit? Mm-hmm. Like it's completely pointless. But anyway, Bad Neighbors too. I wasn't expecting this film to have quite so much of a message of, like, empowerment towards women and being who you want to be as opposed to what society tells you to and all this palaver. But surely it can't be true that they're not allowed to have parties. I don't know. I do not know how sororities and fraternities work because (laughs) I think too much about things. Mm. This is a thing that everybody knows about me. I get unnecessarily het up on very tiny details that don't mean anything. And one of the things that I got very het up about the first movie about was, how can this be allowed? How can everything that they're doing in this film, like the parties that they're having late into the night, the drugs, the sex everywhere, like how can this be a thing that, that fraternities can get away with and you can't, and it's not like on a campus, mm. like people are living around there with their kids and stuff. How do they not just call the cops and the cops go and shut it down? Like, mm. it just, and I got really hit up about this, uh, but I don't know how. Frater- there must be something around. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, protecting fraternities and stuff. But mm. I have no idea in terms of sororities because I thought they could party and stuff. Yeah, but I don't know. and if it turns out that that isn't actually true, I kind of think it undermines a lot of that empowerment message. Yeah, it which does is a bit. what bothered me in that film. I really mm. enjoy the film. Again, it was it was a, it was an entertaining way of spending there and half. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with film. that. Films don't have to be changing the world. Yeah. It can just be a nice way to spend there and half. And it was. I really enjoyed. It. 
Yeah, me too. And I tried to watch the first one last night, but I fell asleep. Oh. Well, we watched the first one only a couple of weeks ago, because Richie's doing that film a day thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we're watching a lot of... Th- I mean, we watched a film the other day that I, I still don't really know how I felt about it. It's called It's Such a Beautiful Day, or something like that. And it's a collection of three short animated films, so I think they're all about 30 minutes each, mm. that this director made about this stick man called Bill, and it's all about how he just... He just descends literally into dementia and madness and then dies. But it's weird as fuck. Like, it's trippy as balls. Because you see the world from his point of view for a lot of it and there's, like, people with demon heads walking around and, like, he doesn't recognise anybody in his family and he passes wow. out and, like, all this, like, trippy shit. Then there's really funny bits in there too and I was just like, I have no idea what I'm watching. I feel like it's one of those films that thinks it's possibly clever and saying a bit yeah, more yeah. than it really is. Which encourages or people I forgot, who don't like, quite get it to pretend that they did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, or I didn't quite get it. <laughs> or, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those two things. It's mm. either I didn't get it or it's it thinks it's cleverer than it is. So I don't know how I... Yeah. Speaking of dementia, I got... What a segue. You did say dementia. <laughs> I did. That's but, right. Yeah. Well, I got... <laughs> I got an email a few months ago from a dementia charity who were running this festival thing. And I just want to preface this with, I didn't mean it. It was just... What are you about to say? It wasn't planned at all. And I don't know whether they believe me. I don't know whether your lovely listeners will believe me. But they sent an email saying, can you come and play this um, charity thing? And they did the right thing. I'm scared. Yeah, they did the right thing in terms of charity because it's annoying. As a mu- it's a big thing at the moment. People are kicking back against it, rightly so. Is that as musicians, you expect to do charity stuff for free. Yeah. Which is fine, as long as they say, look, there's no fee, can you do it? And if you say, actually, no, because I'm 100 miles away and I can't afford to pay out my own pocket to do that sort of shit. And there's good points that people make of, well, okay, you're expecting the musician to do it for free. On the face of it, that might seem perfectly reasonable. Is the venue giving the venue for free? Are the barmen and barmaids mm. working for free? Are the wait staff working free? Are the chefs working free? Is the food free? Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, that, but they said, like, there's this much fee. If you'd like to donate some of it back, that'd be great, but there's no questions asked anyway if you don't. So, and that's the right way of doing it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't reply to him. And then I got an email back from him, like, three weeks later saying, we're trying to firm this up. You know, can you, can you, can you play it? And I, f- I fucking replied saying, oh, I'm really sorry, I forgot. And then thought, I sent the email saying, oh, I completely forgot. Um, and then replied to him, and then sent it, and then thought, I didn't mean, <laughs> that wasn't a dementia joke, shit. Because <laughs> if they know anything about me on my, any, on my stuff, they would think, which presumably they do, their assumption would be that I did that, that a bit deliberately a as a joke. <laughs> oh. And if I did, part of me would be proud, because it's quite a good one. <laughs> but perhaps not appropriate. Mm, yeah, so, yeah, so you mentioned dementia, it made me... <laughs> Made me think of that. It's not as bad as what I did with the Parkinson's one, but one. Yeah, we'll gloss over that one. Um, yeah. Anyway, films. Yeah. Films. Bad neighbours too. It's all right. It's all right. What else is yeah, it? It's all right. I don't think I've seen. Well, I mean, aside from all the, Rich has made me watch some proper sheets. We watched some western or other the other day that didn't like. I don't like westerns. It's like something westerns. I've learned. And then we watched oh, Blazing sorry. Saddles, and I was like, <laughs> there are some cringe really bits though. Blazing Saddles is an odd movie because there are some bits in it that are like really funny and then there are some bits in it that are just racist it's a victim of time I think in the at the time it was quite um, a brave thing for him to do mm. So because it's quite clear even though some of it is as a byproduct of pointing the finger at racism pretty, pretty racist, racist in itself 
at the time, it was quite a ballsy move to really attack these people who were mm-hmm. racist and thought, and, you know, from the deep south thinking that was acceptable. And it is, it has become a victim of its own sort of age in the same way. Nothing to do with films. And this comment makes it sounds like I'm remotely into football. I'm not. But, um, the dude who ironically has been cast out of the football world for making, he dropped the end bomb live on the radio thinking of Ron Atkinson. Oh, yeah. Uh, he did a oh, thing. God. I think he was manager of West Bromwich Albion at the time. Mm. And there was a lot of racism in football. So what he did was to make, they basically had a white versus black team, which in the modern world would be like, what the, the worst. fuck are you thinking? But at the time, it was kind of like, oh, well, that's it's a good thing. He's drawing attention to the fact that black players aren't getting the recognition, this, that, and the other. Mm. Whereas if you pick that up and transport it into the modern world, that in itself is just horrendously yeah. racist. Yeah. And I think I'm being quite defensive of Blazing Saddles for that reason because I do think that is mm. a big part of it. But there are some things that are just like, ooh. It, it does amaze me. You've just me got what... to laugh at someone saying the N-word with yeah. no context. So. There, it, it does amaze me sometimes about what stuff used to get away with. Mm. And I'm talking like actual racist yeah. things now as well from the past that it seems apparently fine. Mm. Like it was fine for you to just say on the telly. Like Alf Garnet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, I don't know where this conversation came from. No, it, it, it came from like... Bad Neighbours too. Oh, no, you mentioned Blazing Saddles. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm trying to think of films that we've seen. Oh, I watched 28 Days and 28 Weeks later. Yeah, I've seen them before. No. Oh, they're really good. And I didn't realise Killian Murphy was on <laughs> He's got the most Irishist name I've ever heard in my life, and I didn't know. Wow. I am so dense. I just don't pay attention to enough things. What I quite like with Kelly Murphy is that he's in... What's that TV show called? Peaky, Peaky Blinders, Blinders. Doing his best at Brumai accent. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Right. I'll say what I was going to say, okay. and then I'll, I'll, Come I'll back give to him that. my Peaky Blinders story, because it fucking still grates me to this day. Um... <laughs> The, the good, interesting thing with Peaky Blinders is you've got Killian Murphy's Irish pretending mm. to be a Brummie. Yeah. And then in the same scene, you've got that kind of godfather figure mm. who's actually a Brummie who's pretending to be Irish. And it <laughs> made my head explode. Huh. But Peaky Blinders. I got a phone call from my agent saying there's an audition tomorrow for, like, I don't know whether, I still don't know whether it's a reshoot or whether it's a, something that decided to put in last minute, but it was filming at the Black Country Museum as mm. quite a lot of it. I don't know whether quite a lot, but I know some of it has yeah. been filmed. Yeah. So he so said the audition's tomorrow, and then it films. So like that was that would have been Monday, and then it films Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, and the brief came through that it was they wanted someone in their early thirties who could do the accent, early to mid thirties who could do the accent. And yeah. I'm like, well, fuck me. So I went and did the audition, <laughs> and then he rang the following day. No, that later that night, and said, "Oh, you didn't get him, I'm afraid." I'm like, "Oh, yeah, shit happens, don't it?" Uh, and, I, and I said, "Who? You know, do you know who?" You know, was there any feedback? Uh, and he said, yeah, it's just about the brief, really. I'm like, the brief? It was early to mid-30s, can do the accent. I'm 32, or I might be 31 at the time. 33 now, so I've used all of them. Um, <laughs> and I'm from the fucking black country. <laughs> uh, and he says, well, you know, he said, well, actually, they wanted someone who looks like they're early to mid-30s. I'm like, I'll go fair dues, because I still get ID'd now. <laughs> you do have like, a delightfully baby face. Yeah. Well, I was like, well, do you know who got it? And he says, oh, I don't really know. And I'm like, no, you said they'd only come to you. <laughs> so you blatantly fucking know who got it. Uh, and he says, oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, a guy called Steve. I'm like, right. So where's he from? Shit. <laughs> I'm like, okay. How old is he? He's like, 
24. <laughs> Did he have a like, beard? Fucking, like a big bushy beard? Don't fucking know. <laughs> He's also the same guy. Who, I did. You know the archers. I do know of the right. archers. I, I did. I wasn't in the archers. I I recall I was booked for the archers. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was an audition. So I was going to the studios in Birmingham. And uh, I rang to say, oh, hold on, the studios have moved. Am I going to the right place? Uh, so I rang them. Uh, and, and so that I says I've got an audition today for the archers. She's like audition. I'm like yeah. yeah. Oh, what's your name? She said I don't normally do the auditions here. What's your name? I gave him my name. She's like oh, well, it's not an audition. You 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 recording it. Like, oh <laughs> oh oh because... jolly good. So I did that, <laughs> and I was I was a pub barman, and someone called Tom had gone missing. So they came into my pub to say, have you seen Tom? And I said no, not seen him in a year. And that was pretty much it. <laughs> And then this prick rang like two days later and he says, oh, uh, unfortunately, uh, they've decided to uh, to change your part in the Archers to a non-speaking role. I'm like, are you trying to be funny? And he was like, yeah. Basically, we've cut it. And he was making a little fucking joke. Oh, lovely. But it's a non-speaking I'll, role. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I love a good, you haven't got a job anymore joke. That's yeah. my favourite. I still get paid, so I don't <laughs> Oh, well, that's not too bad, I suppose. But you can't like... Yeah, he's right. Yeah, but it's fucking awful. Even the little amount that anybody pays me. Mm. Right, yeah, that's what it mm. is. I uh, am in a position where I would accept working for free, to be fair, to do stuff like what you do, because it seems really interesting. It is. Not but the problem the is, is, I don't drive, and so and I've got an actual like full-time job, so yeah, I can't, like, if problem. somebody says, can you be in London tomorrow at six in the morning, I'll be like, no. Mm. <laughs> no, I can't. I'd love to. No, to be fair, I still do quite enjoy it. <laughs> Not getting very much in the way of me. It is generally extra stuff, which yeah. is fine because that's that's the stuff that means. Would you want to get like bigger parts though and be a bit more? I don't know. Famous? Maybe I've done I've done speaking bits before. These generally cut, which mm. means I must be fucking awful. <laughs> no, you tend to find that they record an absolute shit ton more than they actually need to fit in an episode. Well, I've learned to spot when they're not going to use it because like there's one like an Emmerdale I did, you know the one that where. Spot the cunt came yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that had got lines originally, and I knew it wasn't going to be filmed because I'd been given the sides, well, the, like the script for the day, uh, and there were three bits where I spoke, and they only filmed two of them. And the right. third one, or the first one technically, without that, there's no reason for me to exist, if that makes any yeah. sense. They hadn't explained who I was. And you might, you don't necessarily notice it when you see the TV show, but you never see a character interact for no reason they're always set up with who they are and where they come from even if it's just like a passing comment and the passing comment was not filmed so I was like that's not going to work is it but it was still four days so it was four days of two of them were speaking days so you get more money yeah and then one of the other ones was featured which is more money I mean really all I want is to be in an episode of Doctor Who and I don't even care if I say any words. I just want it to be recognisably me. I don't like. Want... I don't want to be an alien because I don't want people to go. That's not you. You lying yeah, piece yeah, of yeah. sheets. Like I, mean, I want it to clearly be me. Oh, then again, and if you're an actual. Yeah, if you're like no an actual, alien, like no. if you're not, if you're just like an alien knocking around the background of a scene. But I've never seen any casting calls for extras for Doctor. No, me. they're very secretive with everything. Mm, I did an audition for Doctor. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I didn't say before because I assumed I wouldn't get it. But I, I meant to mention it at some point. Yeah. It was like a year ago. <laughs> That's um, amazing. It, well, it kind of was. I never met anyone involved in mm. that I knew in any way, shape or form. It was just in a room. It yeah. to be a school. And I <laughs> I didn't see... Any, but I say I didn't see 
like the episode where it's in because you kind of assume that you audition with a bit from the episode, but you yeah, don't. But generally. you don't always. No, you audition with like a random piece of just, shit. Yeah, yeah, random that isn't <laughs> anything to do with Doctor Who, let like, alone that episode. Or sometimes mm. it's all episodes. Of that would bother me, you know, because if I recognised it, it'd be really hard not to just do it how you know it happens. Yeah. <laughs> I talked about this on the last episode where I got across the Skype, but I did an audition for uh, Reagan and Starburst, the yes, audio drama thingy. Yeah. I'm very excited about it, but I've got to admit, when I did the audition, like, the brief was essentially, read the first scene and see how you think the character should sound. Mm. And I was like, fuck. Because I read it and I just thought, well, I don't, like, what do they want from me? Mm. I got very hung up. So I just did a really posh accent. Yeah. <laughs> Worked all right, though, I think. <laughs> Didn't you get Yeah. You got it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're recording at the end of this month, I think. The um. That's the Kickstarter one, isn't it? Or... Indiegogo. Indiegogo. Yeah, yeah the, the campaign will have finished by the time um, this episode comes out, because I'm slow at editing. But I think we've made, we haven't made as much money as we needed for everything, but the, we've made enough to record it. Okay. So if we needed to, to like make the CDs and stuff, we could do another one at another point. Like It wouldn't be... T- too dramatic. I'm really nervous. <laughs> Never done anything like it before. And, um, you know, I trip over words a lot. <laughs> I think we've got like a weekend to record it as well because that's all the studio time we could afford. Mm. So it's like six episodes in two days. That's a lot. Yeah, man. <laughs> are they doing it but kind I'm, of uh, live-ish or are you doing each part completely separate? Do you know, I don't know because um, we haven't had the conversation yet because the, the Indiegogo campaign hasn't finished mm. so we don't know exactly what we can get away with funding-wise at the moment, but yeah, it's going to be good, I think. I listened to the, the first series mm. a couple of times, and it is really good. I keep meaning to, actually. Yeah. Where can you get it? Is it like on? It's, just, it's on, like, there's if you Google Raygun and Starburst, you'll find it. It's at, like, WordPress or something, but you can mm. download the episodes. Uh, or you can buy their CDs. It's totally going to fuck her, <laughs> I hope not. She's only, like, 17. <laughs> <laughs> so I listened to you, like, I don't know what you're on. You're on something. Maybe it was this. It might have been this, this when yeah. I was talking about it last time. I meant to text you because I quite often, as you know, text because you'll know. Well, yeah, when I'm, I'm to the aware when you I'll text me. Text you, yeah. yeah. Although I think you text Rich more than me, which I find really strange because it's my show. <laughs> no, it's doing? only when it's it's things that Rich says that I text him about. Ah, uh, okay. Because just to disagree with him, fun. But yeah. I meant to text you to say like, I know what I was going to do is put something on Facebook saying about, oh, I've just listened to such and such, they're so going to fuck. Because you made a comment about, like, it's good that they're not, there's no... There's no sexy tension. Yeah, there's no tension there. I was thinking that. <laughs> I hope not. Through one upper. I can't see it happening. No. I think she's going to get a love interest in series two anyway, and it's not right. Oh, is it going to be a lady? It's going to be a non-binary character. A what? A non-binary character. It's a character that doesn't identify as, as male or female. So that's going to be um. interesting because I've never come across that in me. This is a thing. I was having a conversation with someone the other day and I said, it's one of those awkward things where I have lots of questions about this, mm. but I don't know how I'm supposed to ask them without looking like an ignorant asshole. You just ask because it's only, it's only <laughs> wankers that are going to have an issue with it. That's true. Basically. It's that like, is true. Yeah. With anything really, if you just mm. ask people. Because if they don't, what you, you would have to accept that that's an unusual thing to come across. Therefore, yeah. if your attitude is, oh, you should then fuck you. <laughs> that's true. I mean, I get a similar thing when people find out that I'm asexual because that's mm. not a usual thing. Mm. But I don't mind if you ask me questions about it because I know it's not a usual thing. Yeah, I asked you loads. 
lots of people have asked me loads and it's like yeah but that's it's you know ask away and it's not stupid mm. I know people think they're asking stupid questions but to me I'd rather you ask me a stupid question and then not offend me down the line mm. than just be a dickhead about it mm. <laughs> anyway we're so off topic I, I thought at first you meant that you really like bomb sex genuinely that's where my mind went and I'm like why would you why would you phrase it like that <laughs> Do you know I was I did, did, that didn't even cross my mind. Do you know what I did find out the other day though? Because uh, you get to learn new things even about yourself when you go on the internet now. Mm. And I real I found out the other day that most asexual people refer to themselves as ace, which I love. So I'm like, ace me. I'm so good. <laughs> anyway, I feel like an hour and fifty one minutes of not a lot of pop culture talks probably enough. Yeah, we haven't even touched on like, like I went to see films in preparation. I just know. In, just in case. I think we, we talked about yeah. Civil War for like three seconds. All no, I said was I forgot about Orkai. Yeah, I was kinda of like, yeah, it's boring. Yeah, it was a bit I would just felt jipped because there were no deaths in it, but anyway. Yeah. With that many that many heavy hitters, there should have been a death. Oh. At least one. And it should have been Spider Man, even though it was great. Any what what other films did you say? Let's do a quick Well, this morning I saw Angry Birds, which isn't as bad as it should have been. I I can't remember if this was the film or if it's... No, it's Trolls. Fuck off, Moth. That I was going to say, I can't remember if this is the film that's got Ron Funches in it, because if it is, then I will definitely see it. But I think that might be the Trolls movie there, mm. which is also a thing that I'm not sure I why it exists. Anyone, there's Sean Penn and Josh Gad are the only ones that I sort of uh. remembered. But it was all right. It wasn't... It was alright for kids, and I know that you can, you should be able to expect more from films to cater to more people. But I think in their attempts to do that, they just threw in some quite good innuendo, actually. Mm. Like there was some very close to the. <laughs> the thing the is, you point. say you say that about like you can expect more of kids' films and stuff, but why should you? Because there's a lot of stuff that I like because it's just stupid, dumb fun. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of, like, movies that I like as an adult that are just, like, things explode and guns get shot and that's the end of that. Yeah, but then you got things like Toy Story and Inside Out and all that kind of stuff. Oh, which... don't even get me started on Inside Out. I've, I've not actually seen it, but I know that... Addis can fuck off, Roy. I know I've talked about him too much in this episode, but he thinks that film's not very good and it doesn't stand up to follow-up viewings. He's a fucking idiot. Why do you need it to stand up to follow-up viewings? Well, it t- watch it. if it does, it's bonus. But well, yeah. Watching it. I've watched it three times and I've cried every time. I, I really do need to watch that. <laughs> I'll lend it. I've got the Blu-ray. Ah, so good. I haven't got Blu-ray. Aww. Can I buy Blu-ray in a Mac, Mac computer? I don't know. I don't know how Macs thing. work. I know you can play them on like PS4s and Xbox Ones. Mm, but I don't know about don't know about Macs. I did see Bastille Day. Is that the one with the uh, handsome fella? Help me out here. Did you sell that? There you go. Yeah, basically, you've got a naughty man who does pickpockets and he's in a foreign place doing some picking of pockets. Right. And there's a lady who's got a bag and he sees the bag and he steals the bag because he's a naughty boy. And then he looks in the bag and there's fuck all in there apart from teddy bear, so he dumps the bag. What he doesn't know is that the lady is also naughty, but... Is she more naughty? Her pet... Well, the people she's working with are more naughty, but she's probably less naughty than him. Right. So it probably goes her, him, and then the people that she was working with. And they're like um, activists, so they're trying to make a statement by blowing up like part of an office building. Right. But there's supposed to be no people there, but there were people there, so she bailed out. So what he doesn't right. realise is that this teddy bear's got a bomb in it. Oh. And then when you did a, du- a dump of the bag, the bag it didn't explode. And then everyone thought he was the naughty man. 
But he was, but not that naughty man. But not man. the naughty man. Uh, but Idris Elba knows he's not the naughty man because he's clever. And then it's a film about <laughs> them the best proving, proving that he's naughty, but not as naughty not as, naughty as, as I think. the French people think he is. That might not be French, it might be some other country. But I think it's France or Belgrade or some shit. Right, okay. Somewhere. It was good. Yeah. Is it good? It is good. It sounds good. It is good. I had no idea what it was about based on the trailer because it seemed to be a man with a bag who puts it down and then the thing explodes yep. and then it's Idris Elba's face. It the did end. a boom. Idris Elba being American. It's quite good at being American. Oh, who was it? Who was what? The one who's not Idris Elba, the other guy. Uh, man. Man? Just man. Okay. Is the lady a lady we should know? Mm, not that I recognise. Fair enough. I like Idris Elba a lot. He did the voice of a big sort of bull thing in Zootropolis. So mm. I was quite excited by that. He did a voice in something else I've seen. Jungle Book. Jungle Book. <laughs> was he Shere Khan? Yes. Very good Shere Khan. Who's Bagheera? Um, That's someone worry. famous too, isn't it? Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> no, no, no. He's Baloo. Bagheera is um token old Englishman that's in every film. That one. I was thinking I should have my iPad in front of me. So when you're talking, I can be working on looking less of a useless dick. <laughs> to be fair, I think you've done pretty well. I, I, you've named more names than I have, and of the names that you've named, you've also explained who they are to me because I haven't got a fucking clue. So, yeah, I can't remember many of them. But yeah. I think that's uh, fair. I do want to see, like, now that me and Rich have got Cineworld cards, we should make more efforts. Yeah, I've got my Cineworld card back. It's, uh, it's one of those things that, like, it doesn't seem like it's going to be worth it at first, but then you realise if you only go and see like two and a half movies in a month, you've met your money back in well, a bit. So. I was looking at the sort of months I've had and doing this musical is actually fucking me up big time because it means I've got to be in the area mm-hmm. once a week, every week, which I never generally have to do. So it's involving going away way more, like if I'm gigging or just doing... But I've started doing little busking things again, which I've not mm. done for years. Very much missed that. It's a good way of making money for doing and it's fuck nice all work. Me. Yeah, it's quite nice. <laughs> so I've spent like every night in the cinema because if I don't, I'm sitting in a pub drinking, like waiting. What? Speaking so of drinking, I'm sitting in the cinema drinking, waiting. <laughs> Speaking of drinking, mm. it's almost Eurovision time, so I'm going to cut really? this shit off. Yeah, man. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> Mom. And I need a wee and to get all my beer prepared for Eurovision times. Uh, if people want to do you a follow on the internet, do you want them to? Uh, yeah, you can find me on on the Book of Face. If you just search for Neil Morris and there's a picture of me and it's like the music page and shit. And then I'm on Twitter. I think it's Neil Morris UK. Do you ever tweet? I tweet automatically. I do. I put everything that I put on my music Facebook page automatically goes on my right. Twitter thing, which I know to people who live in the Twitter sphere is very irritating, but I don't give a shit. Yeah, no, The diff- <laughs> this is the thing I've learnt about trying to get more listeners on a podcast, is that you try and use loads of different platforms, but all you do is you reach the same few people who like to follow you on I all of those platforms, yeah, yeah. and they go, fuck off, mate. Yeah, there's not very many people <laughs> on Twitter that, that follow me on Twitter. I don't... Mm. Well, I do know why I'm not fucking very good, but they haven't <laughs> seemed to notice that on Facebook, so... <laughs> um, but yeah, you should also come to, to me and my girl at Sutton Town Hall from... Some in September. <laughs> in September. In September. <gasps> what if I came to it as a birthday treat? My birthday's in a September. Which bit of September? The middle of it. The nineteenth. I think it's towards. Oh, I think. I think. Yeah. I think that that is a show note. I will check very quick. I know this is. While you're doing all that checking, you can find me on Twitter at Stacey's Parlor or on Instagram at Stace Bob T. 
or in the Facebook group of Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour or by emailing me at stacysparlour at gmail.com. Uh, you can also buy a t-shirt, What Has My Face On It, from spcp.spreadshirt.co.uk. I want a t-shirt. Go, get can we one do then? a t-shirt swap? Yeah, I don't want to buy do. a t-shirt, we could swap t-shirts. We could do. Mm. I don't, <laughs> I bought my own t-shirts and don't wear them. <laughs> well, I bought them for going to comic cons with this sort of like advertisement, like look at my tits oh, also podcast. Right. Uh, but I never wear them when I go because I want to wear nerdy shirts of other things like this Rick and Morty t-shirt, it's my new favourite thing. I just pointed my boobs to you and you didn't like look so well. No, I did. No, I did. Oh, I did a really, really good no, I'm, I'm a fucking Brilliant. master at that. <laughs> now, if someone says boobs, every bloke will look, even, and they're like, oh, just look. But I, yeah, but I've never worn my t shirt apart from on one occasion because yeah. it's never acceptable to wear a t shirt. No, I don't think it is, is it? Um, but I was watching telly in my pants or maybe my pajama bottoms and there was a knock on the door and I looked through the door and it was like a fluorescent yellow. Okay, and I was like, oh, it's the postman. Fuck, I'll just... So I grabbed this closest T-shirt to me, which, given that I just got back from tour and was unpacking stuff, was one of my own. So I put it on, went to the door, because I thought, he's not going to fucking know, is he? He's just like a parcel delivery man. So I opened the door, uh, and he says, oh, can you sign for this? I says, yeah. He says, what's your name? I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's like, um, <clears throat> it's Neil Morris. It's my name. <laughs> it's my name. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, that's adorable though. It, maybe it was a different Neil Morris that you were wearing the T-shirt. Yeah, I was off. wearing it ironically. It's possible. Uh, I'm trying to help you here. Mm. Um, hey, guess what? There's going to be a live show on the 9th of July. I've got guests. I've tweeted who they are. I can't. I keep every time I do this, I blank, and I should really just go and get my list. It's thingy and what's it? There's uh, James and Nick are going to be on it, and uh, Andrew and Steve from Fantastic Cast, and I've got Jamie Smart. I'm not, because you always do your 24-hour ones at 2,000 trees. Yeah, I do it at 2,000 trees, because then it means that Rich isn't in the house getting cross that he has to be quiet for 24 hours He's while I talk. He's only been to trees once. I know, I've only done it once. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's lots of people. Go on Twitter, because uh, I'm tweeting every Friday about it. New guests and ting. Uh, it's very exciting. I'm scared. It's going to go really fast. Don't you just go mental after a while? Well, this is the thing. The, the problem I had... When I did it in 2014 was that, um, after, when it hit about two o'clock and I started really flagging, like the guests were interviewing me more than anything else. Oh, really? Cause I was like, I'm a diamond for a diamond for What? Who's talking? Eh? Also, I need to, this time I need to get a better chair cause I sat on these fuckers. Oh, no. These are shit, aren't they? Mm. I hate these chairs. There's no padding I'm on them. I'm in the front of perfectly fine chairs, but not for like a dinner. Hours. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't you just move your shit in there? Is that a sofa? Because you I don't, can. because, <laughs> shut up, because I don't have a microphone stand that would reach. Would you, still... would you like to borrow a microphone? Yeah, stand? I really fucking would. <laughs> I'll lend you a microphone. I, I was going to say, this is the only flat surface in the house, this kitchen table, and this mic stand that's standing on it right now is the only mic stand that I own. But isn't it keeping you awake, though, as well? Well, yeah, it is a little bit. What I need to get is, like, an office chair that's, like, marginally more padded. Nobody d- cares about, needs to know about this. What am I even doing? I don't know. <laughs> Why are we still recording? <laughs> <laughs> uh, go donate at justgiving.com forward slash SPCP live two. And um, tune in on the day. It'll be interesting, I'm sure. <laughs> Go buy another CDs. Yeah, yeah you definitely need to do that. Fuck's sake, I need to <laughs> pay my car off, for fuck's sake. <laughs> he does a good sing. I do some singing. He does a good sing. I've seen Neil lots of times. Too many times. I love oh, you. Yeah, <laughs> Bye, listeners. Bye. Cunts. <laughs> <laughs>
Don't need permission, make my decision to test my limits. Cause it's my business, God has my witness. Stop what I finished. Don't need no hold up, taking control of this kind of moment. I'm locked and loaded, completely focused. My mind is open. All that you got, gonna Introducing us to a new thing I wanna savor, save it for later The taste of flavor Cause I'm a taker, cause I'm a giver It's only nature, I live for danger All that you got, skin to skin 